Me as well. It's Monday! Fan tastic. I can hear you saying, yes, of course it is, because it means it's nearly Wednesday, which means it's nearly the weekend again, so that's fine by me. Uh, plenty to talk about today, including... Oh, what's going on there? Including, I was in a, a, a one of these garage-come-shop type things. You know, it's like a garage. You can't just have a thing that does one thing now. Everything has to do everything else. Why have the phones gone mental? Did I just swear? Did I just do a swear by mistake? You never know. The phone just went mental. We're not talking about films anymore, by the way, so... Stop calling in about that. We get a lot of carryover calls from Anna Rayburn's show quite often. Um, uh, and she'll be back, of course, uh, tomorrow at one o'clock. But it's, sometimes it's tempting to, to put them on and, and uh, solve their problems, but maybe it's, maybe it's better to... But so I was in a garage, a petrol station, and it was like a shop as well, and they were selling food and stuff. This was Friday evening... Half past seven, everybody wants to get home. Everybody wants to get home and do whatever it is they're going to do on a Friday night. I don't even know what I did on Friday night. I think, I think I just watched telly. Did I watch telly? Yeah, that was it. And then went to bed really, really early. So, in uh, this petrol station uh, stroke shop, uh, there are two tills open. And the queue I was in, there were like seven or eight people in this queue. Seven or eight people in this queue. And no one was going to the other till. The reason was, there was one bloke there, I would like to refer to him as an idiot, who was buying, doing his weekly shop, which is fair enough. I'm not going to knock him for that. I've done that. It's fine. But he kept, kept saying, oh, can you stay there? I forgot the milk. I'm going to get some milk. I'm just going to get some milk. Back in a second. And then he'd come back with the milk, and the lady would ring it through, and he'd go, oh, I forgot. I forgot the butter. I'm going to go and get the butter. Now, surely the rule should be, if there is time for you to conveniently nip off and get something else while the lady is scanning it through the till, then you can do. If she has finished, and there is a queue of people wanting to get served, and it's a Friday night at 7.30 and I'm in that queue, and I want to get home, then surely you should not be allowed to nip off and pick other stuff up. That, make, that makes obvious sense, doesn't it? This guy, he, he did it four times. Oh, I forgot the I forgot the Pringles. Well, do you know what? I think your Friday night might survive without Pringles. If you want to get that stuff, pay for everything you've got and then join the back of the queue because it was taking absolutely ages. Now, this makes perfect sense. If you think I'm wrong, 0870-9090-973. I had a very big row with Adrian Crisp, uh, my producer, earlier on. Uh, we actually had a row at lunchtime about this and he was saying, well, you should be entitled to, like, get... Like, if you've got, like, three three things, you're allowed to leave leave the till three times. And I said, well, why? No, you shouldn't be allowed to, because you're creating problems and situations. Yes, if it's two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon and there's no one else in the shop, then you can wander off as much as you want and keep coming back. That's fine. Uh, but, and, oh, and dig this. This is another thing that uh, my producer Chris was saying. He used to work in Boots. Didn't you used to be a pharmacist in Boots? Something like that. Yeah, but if you're a pharmacist, you wouldn't have been working on the tills. I did occasionally to help out. He reckons. Now, if you work in a shop, uh, or you have worked in a shop recently, you can tell me this. I've worked on tills, and I, I believe this to be nonsense. But Chris reckons you can have, you can, like, run through, say, maybe half a dozen items on a till, and the person can say, oh, I've forgotten something, I'll be back in a minute. Then what you can do with the till is save what you've put through so far, take somebody else's shopping through, then go, once that's finished, go back to the initial saved transaction and continue where you left off. Now, that is nonsense, because it prints a till receipt, and the till receipt is constantly printing. 
I mean, did I explain that well enough, Chris? It's a very complicated, made-up thing you were trying to explain over lunch. Do it one more time. No, I'm not doing it one more time because it was too tricky. If, if you can, if, if you work in a shop or you you have contact with Tills, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. I demand, no, I beg uh, to talk to you. Can you put one transaction on hold, uh, go off and do something, and then come back to that? I don't believe that's possible. That's nonsense. But then why would Chris lie about something like that? Because he's a weird boy. That's why. Oh, and later on in the show, uh, I shall be outing Heather Jingles as a fraud. Uh, all that's coming up. Uh, first of all, it's Kelvin in the Wembley. How you doing, Ian? Uh, do you know what, Kelvin? I'm doing fine. Well, um, I feel like I owe you an apology, Ian. Excellent. On Friday. What happened on Friday? Um, when I phoned up and told you about Chevy Chase being on another radio station. Oh, you, yes, you... And, uh, you, you smashed your studio up and I feel it was my fault that you'd done that and it's caused you a bit of inconvenience. Friday's show was dedicated to Chubby Chase, um, who now looks like a big potato. Uh, and, uh, in a, in a fit of pique, when Kelvin phoned up and said that he was actually on the Steve Wright show, I trashed the studio. Now, the repercussions are, are ongoing in as much as I come into the studio today and, uh, a young young engineer in his white coat is fixing something that I vandalised. Well, I feel that's my fault, Ian. I'd just like to say sorry. So anything I can do for you, make you a cup of tea one day, or, you know, if, if you need any questions answered, feel free to phone. You know, um, I'm, I'm at your service. OK, Kelvin, I'll tell you what you can do for me. Yeah, I'm not paying any bills, though, for a fire extinguisher or anything like that. Oh, right. well, OK, well, no, that, that all gets... <laughs> luckily, that get, gets covered by insurance. No, what you can do for me, you know when you have a roast dinner? Yeah, I had one yesterday, actually. All right. Tell me what... Go through the ingredients of your roast dinner, please. Everything that you had in there. Uh, Legoland, uh, with some mint sauce. Legoland? Legoland? No, leg of lamb. Leg of lamb, OK, yes. A uh, couple of Yorkshire puddings. Yes, Aunt Bessie's? Uh, only the best. Th she's the best. She loves it. Aunt Bessie's, uh, roast potatoes. Oh, right. Oh, oh, you cheat on the roast potatoes. Yeah, you've got to get Aunt Bessie's all oiled up and everything. Are they, are they any they good? Come, oh, they come out lovely and crunchy. Okay, well, that's okay. So there's the, um, Aunt Bessie's parsnips as well. Hang on a minute, but is, why don't you just get Aunt Bessie to come round and move in with you? Uh, she might be a bit, bit too, uh, much trouble around the house. She I couldn't, I couldn't deal with her food every day. Yeah, she could be a bit, if that's all she can cook is roast dinners, she might be a yeah. burden. Okay, go on, carry on. So, yeah, uh, Yorkshire puds, yep. potatoes, right. parsnips, yes. mixed veg, yes. mint sauce, yes. gravy. So, I noticed there, you missed out uh, cauliflower cheese. Well, you can't, yeah, you can have cauliflower, but you can't have cauliflower cheese thank and you. gravy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Can't, you can't, you can have cauliflower with a roast dinner, you can't have cauliflower cheese with a roast dinner. That's a Monday evening meal. That's a, cauliflower cheese is a dinner on itself. Who you having that argument with? with again, with my st oh, yeah. my stupid producer, Agent Chris. He was going... He brought in today... Get this. We were in the canteen, and Chris doesn't buy food from the canteen. I don't know why, because it's excellent food. Well, it's average food, and it's very, very expensive. But the, le the Russian lady who works there is beautiful. Anyway, Chris br gets out a lunchbox, and it's, like, all just, like, mess in there. And I said, what's that? And he said, oh, it's my leftover roast dinner. So he's... He's got his leftovers from his roast dinner he's brought in... And I said, was that, that's cauliflower cheese. He said, oh, yeah, I always have cauliflower cheese in my roast dinner. That's the most perverse thing I've ever heard. Uh, you, you can't have cauliflower, cauliflower cheese is lovely, but you can't have a roast with your gravy and everything. You, no. you just can't do it. Well, Kelvin, listen, because you've agreed with me, you have more than recompensed yourself. Okay, cheers, mate. Good lad, thank you very much. 0870 9090 973. Ian at lbc.co.uk. 
are, you can't have cauliflower cheese with a roast dinner? That's crazy. That's like having a roast dinner and, uh, like a bag of chips on it. Or a roast dinner and some pasta or something. I tell you what, in, I, I say that, in some pubs, their vegetarian option for a Sunday roast is roast dinner and lasagna. That is the, that is the vegetarian option I've, I've had. Do you, do you want a vegetarian roast? Yeah. You have lasagna with it. What? Can I just not have all the vegetables when the lasagna comes with it? We put it in the microwave. It'll oh, hideous. Uh, phone me up and, and tell me I'm right on this one. I would be surprised if I tell you what, if five people call up and say yes, Ian. Uh, I've had cauliflower cheese my roast dinner. There's nothing weird, perverse, or obscene about that. Uh, then I will. Um, Oh, no, I'll sing a song or something, whatever, I'm not bothered. 0870 is the telephone number, ian at lbc.co.uk. Lindy! Hello. Hello, Lindy. I have, col- I have cauliflower cheese in my roast dinner. Yeah, you're just saying that to try and fit in with the crowd, that doesn't no, count. No, I'm not. I, d- I do, and I have um, uh, leeks with cheese on as well, which is really nice. Well, leeks with cheese is fine, but cauliflower cheese is part of your roast dinner. Yeah. Are you winding me up? No, not at all. Honey. Yeah, that's one vote, then. Right. But I do want you to sing a song, so... Oh, well, so maybe you're just saying that, then. No, no, honestly, I do. Promise. Was there a main purpose to your call? Yes, there was. Well, we'll um, have to... That button it, we'll find out what it is in a second. Calm down. Because it's time to get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news with Alan Joyce. And we'll start with the A10. OK, so we've already slagged off people walking away from Tills. We're trying to find out if cauliflower cheese is part of a roast dinner. Uh, and there was something else. Lindy! Hello. Yes. Um, yeah, the... Going, the queue thing. Oh. A friend of mine was in Ikea. Oh, yes. And the guy had a trolley in front of him. They were queuing to, to the tills, which takes ages anyway. Mm. And they do... And well, that's the thing at Ikea, isn't it? They say, well, well it, we don't have much staff. That's why I think it's so cheap. Yeah, but you could have a few more staff than you've got and we wouldn't be spending three weeks waiting at the till. Yeah, it's a long wait. Oh. Anyway, this guy was in front of him, kept going back to get more things. Oh. And in the end, he got so cross that my friend... Punched him. No. Out. Well, hang on a second. We don't he, we don't condone physical violence against no. people unless not unless they really need it. He 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 actually smacked him and uh, he did yeah, well. and then he got banned from IKEA. Now uh, now okay. Well, it's funny you say this. I was in a, a Chinese restaurant on, on Saturday night uh, having wonderful Chinese m- uh, food, and these youngsters came in, and they were a little. There was there was some big party going on. I don't know. Uh, and three of these youngsters sat down, and I heard one of them say, Oh, yeah, I've been banned from this restaurant since I was 18, but my hair's grown, so they won't know it's me. How do... When people get banned from places, how do they know that they've banned those people? How do they stop those people from going back in, is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. I is, don't there, is there a picture of your friend up by the till of every Ikea? <laughs> I don't think so, no. And I think if you went back now, they wouldn't know, would they? Yeah, I think the banning is just kind of, uh, they, they just say it. No one can enforce a ban, uh, in, in a place like that, I don't mm, think. My brother was banned from our local pub, but then it was a really tiny village, so... Was he quite violent? Uh, you got into a fight with someone, yeah. You are, you are trash, aren't you, Lindy? <laughs> Absolute trash. The Can filth... I just say one more thing? Uh, yes, why, why, why not? Why not? Why, why should we finish that conversation? Let's, let's start another one in the middle of it. Okay. Happy birthday, Verinda. Oh, right, well, you've just got yourself cut off there. So, uh, can they do that? If you get banned from somewhere, how do they know that you're... Because you could grow a beard or just have your hair differently or... or ch- I, I don't... I don't recognise people that I've seen an hour ago. My memory for faces and names is absolutely atrocious, to the point where I've... I've, I've said, oh it's, oh, it's nice to meet these people. And they said, well, we were just 
working together this morning. You've forgotten that? And I forget it. It's not about rudeness or arrogance. I just cannot remember uh, faces or names. So, if you get banned from somewhere... Ha- well, there we go. There's the question. Have you ever been banned from somewhere? And how did they uh, uh, keep that ban going? 0870 Janet! Hello. Hello, Janet. Um, I'm phoning in response to your comment about the tills. Ah, yes. Not, yeah. Yes, Cr- Chris reckons that you can, uh, you can... Have have one transaction going on, put that on hold and save it, do another transaction, then return to the first one. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid Chris is absolutely right. Oh, sweet Caroline, what is going on today? Well, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. You're such an intelligent man, yes, normally. Yes, yes. And you're very wrong. I, I, fair play, I haven't worked on a, a till for uh, nine years, probably, and I used to hate working on the till. There was nothing, I, f- I found it so nerve-wracking doing the till. That, and this was, i tell you what, what, one of the reasons why, when I was working on the till, they, you know, they still had those machines, you know, with the credit cards, where you put the credit card on a bit of metal, and you put some paper over it, and you, <laughs> you sweep that arm across it. Right, oh, well, that was in the dark ages. They, they were still using those when I worked <laughs> in a, 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 a shop. Oh, and they used yeah. to make me uncomfortable for some reason. But so yeah. you can do it, can you? You can, because especially, I mean, I can only speak for Boots, because that's where I work. Oh, and their tills are computerised and only print the receipt out at the end of the oh. transaction. They don't print it as you go along. You know what I have to do now, don't you? You're going to have to go in Boots, aren't you, and test them. No, I'm not doing that. Hang on a second. I'll do something, with, uh, do something even harder than that. Chris, can you come in the studio, please? Thanks very much for this, Janet, by the way. I'm busy. Yeah, I'd like to say I'm really sorry. It turns out you were right about the tills and boots, and I'd like to shake your hand and say sorry. What's going on? Apologising to you on air. I don't get it. Just shake my hand. <laughs> there huh? you go. Sorry. Apologies. I don't get it. I'm apologising to you. What? Really? I'm saying sorry. You were right. Is that a first time? It, it's the f- yeah, it's, this is the first time, Janet. Thanks very much for instigating well, that. first time for everything. Yes. And this is my first time phoning you. And this well. is the first time you've been cut off as well. 0870 is the phone number. By the way, oh, what time is he coming in tomorrow, Chris? 3.30. 3.30, Duncan Bannatyne, live in the house. I'm, I'm a third of the- he was supposed to come in, coming in on Wednesday. Uh, no, stop that. Uh, but I'm a third of the way through his autobiography, uh, so I have to finish that off tonight instead of playing Rainbow Six on the Xbox. Uh, but he'll be in tomorrow at 3.30 for, I don't know, 15 minutes, half an hour, and I'm sure he'll be... Uh, sure he'll be happy to take phone calls and things, but we'll see how that goes. Hello? Hello? Yeah, for Reba? Yes, dear. Oh, I know who this is! Oliva, Oliva, Oliva! <laughs> is that Ian? Yes, it is. Hello, you're on the air. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, happy birthday to your mom. I, I believe it was near my birthday, about October 5th to 7th. And oh. also to lovely your friend, uh, um, the Asian uh, gentleman. My, my mum's birthday was in October the... the oh, hang on, what date was her birthday? The 2nd, I think. Yes, and mine was uh, Friday 6th or was it September Oh, right. 6th. Yes. But, uh, and also to re- um, the gentleman, the Asian, he's nice, you know, he's a nice guy. Oh, the, 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 the Asian girl, Verinda. Rinda. Yes, it's her birthday today. No, he is a boy. She's a girl. Are you sure? Yeah, well, yes. Oh, are you sure? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, uh, definitely, uh, 100%, uh, sure. I ain't gay, man. There you go. 
Yes, and Ian, please just, uh, if you don't mind, you allow me. Um, I know how you're busy and everything. I'm very busy. First of all, I put some poster, uh, nearly, um, maybe, maybe 120 to the college, university, <laughs> around Putney. Um, what? Phone, phone box, please, I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to say that, but what can I do? Uh, but you I you could say it, because I didn't understand it, so yes. Yeah, yeah, because if you don't mind, I'm not internet person, I'm not a text person, dear. No. And it is not true, because you're doing good job for everybody. And, um, and also, number two and three, please, can I just read that for you? Yes. Have a, I've written this for you. Have a um, happy hours, I mean, in the little brochure, when I put it, I'm sorry I didn't have your picture, but no. LBC 9, 7.3, having yes. said that, um, it says... Have a happy hours, fun and friendship with Ainley and caring Chris, Chris, uh, the oh. agent team, oh. broadcasting team. And if the things are impossible, please join the possibility oh. with Ainley. And also, um, uh, if you, um, oh. sorry, something else here. It's Have you, uh, hang on, are you saying, Freeba, that you put posters in phone boxes? No, 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 just a little brochure, nice and friendly, please, nothing bad, just, uh, because I've spoken to a few people, uh, been ill, not well, gentlemen, coming back to work, or going back to work, or coming back from some disability, or ladies, or college, university, I, I said, you know, this radio is free, available between 3 to 6.30. So, you, you've made a brochure for this show? No, no, just, you know, some, uh, some sort of written, if you, nicely done, very nice. You've done this? I, yeah, is it bad? Is it something I've done it wrong, please? I don't know what you've done. You've, d- you've written a brochure for this show? Yeah, for you and for Chris, for your programme. So you're, you're advertising the show for us? Yes. That's really sweet. Thank you very much. You're welcome. This is a little I can do, dear, because... Uh, you, you couldn't send a copy of that in, could you? Yes, Ian, I, I will, but I, I don't know the the full address, and I'm not the internet, I do not have facility. If you, I too, I'll, 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 if you get a pen and paper, I will give out the address after the news at half past three. Yes, and Ian, please, please, before um, we go, can yes. I just say something uh, important? I uh, guess... My friend won five number to six, one, uh, six number lottery. Oh, right, uh, oh. And, um, I know London is listening, and please, if you're listeners, please, please, we beg you, I beg you, in behalf of many people, can anybody come and say the truth that... The lottery people, if you want a five or six number, you are not allowed to go your own own old bank. All the good luck from the bottom of my heart. Excellent. To, to everybody. But also, <laughs> any 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 advice for lottery losers, uh, especially how to win? Yes. Because everybody says... Advice for how to win for lottery losers. Freeba, I've got to go, because I have to go to break. But listen, I'll give the address out after the uh, news, and that's very, very kind what you've done. Well, I am playing your number, everybody number as well. The age and everything. Yes. Cheers, my dear. Cheers. Excellent. Cheers. Cheers, my dears. Meet careful Kev. A penny saved is a penny... What I think Fariba was trying to say in that phone conversation was that she's made a brochure advertising this show. I would love to read that. If, if she sends it in, Chris, I'm guessing we could probably put, put it up on the net somehow. We could put it on the website, um, lbc.co.uk. It's worth having a look at. Uh, okay, well, that was, uh, uh, th- that's confused me, but touched me in a, in, in a lovely way, so that's nice. Uh, okay, well, do you agree that if people are, are in shopping queues, they should just pay for what they've got and not leave the queue? If you get banned from somewhere, uh, can they enforce that ban? Will people actually recognise you? And do, you don't have cauliflower cheese in a roast dinner. 0870 Give out the LBC address in a few moments, so uh, go and get a pen and paper. Pencil and paper is what they say. Uh, we're talking about people jumping out of queues to go and get stuff when they're in shops, being banned from places. The perfect roast... Um, uh, because uh, I can't believe Chris had cauliflower cheese with his roast dinner. It's insane. 
0870 <clears throat> Chris is off to get Heather Jingles. Now, I, I, Heather may be in a meeting. I know that, um, that Clive Bull and Heather and I think David Lloyd, I'm guessing uh, Bob might be in there as well, are having their meeting today, uh, to try and resolve this whole, um, jingles issue that Clive has got going where he's not allowed to have any jingles and people have complained. They're having a meeting about that now, so I guess uh, it's probably worth listening to Clive's show tonight, 8 o'clock, to find out how that's got resolved. But I, I need to have a word with Heather Jingles as well, so I think Chris has gone up to find out if, uh, if Heather's out of the meeting yet or not. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Lee is in the Croydon of all places. He is indeed. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Lee. Good afternoon. Uh, cauliflower Good afternoon. cheese. Yes. Uh, big fan. Oh, big fan. But with, yeah. the, with the roast dinner? Yeah, if you'd asked me three years ago, I would have turned my nose up and said absolutely not. But since my dad's met her, my stepmom, yes. she is an amazing cook and cauliflower oh. cheese every Sunday with the gravy, with the roast, everything. Oh, but but the cauliflower, the problem I've got with it, Lee, is that cauliflower cheese is a meal in its own right. That's a dinner on its own. You have that as a dinner because it's got all of the natural vitamins and minerals that you need. It's got cheese uh, and it's got cauliflower. So everything is included in that. But to then have that as part of a roast dinner is insane, surely. I, I would have said exactly the same thing before I tried Have you tried it? Well, no, of course not, because I'm not a freak. Although I'm getting a lot of emails from people saying that this... Uh, lo- the people at their local carvery and their local pub, this is what yeah. they get with the roast dinner. Yeah. You know, everyone says, you know, that everyone says, my mum does the best roast dinner. Yeah. My mum does the best... No, my mum does the best roast dinner. I'm afraid my mum, my stepmum does do the best roast dinner. I, I, I tell you something. Like, I, I do the best roast dinner. <laughs> I do. This is fun. I do. Because a roast dinner is easy. It's all, it's all about maths, because you just have to put things yeah, in at the right I mean. time. Uh, and, and I can do... A blinding roast dinner. Not literally blinding, but it is absolutely fantastic. The roast potatoes are perfect. Uh, I can even... Hey, I don't even eat meat, but I can do perfect meat for you as well. <laughs> well, you don't do the Aunt Bessie's uh, potatoes. I don't do the... Uh, I do everything the, else. I do the Aunt Bessie's Yorkshire pudding, but I don't do the yeah. potatoes, because you don't need to. That's cheating. Yeah, it's true. Uh, listen, thank you very much for that. Uh, Heather Jingles is in the, the meeting right now, I'm being told. Uh, discussing Clive's uh, jingles. So, uh, well, if we get a chance, we'll we'll, fi- we'll speak to Heather a bit later on. Uh, Carol. Hello, Lee. Hello, Ian. Sorry. <laughs> That's quite all right. Yeah, you're talking about uh, saving something on a till. Yes, yes. Yes, you can. Yes, I've been told about this. Uh, yes, uh, Chris, we, we know that you're right. You don't need to put any more th- calls through saying I'm right. You, you can do it. Do you work on a till, Carol? I do, yes. I'm a cashier in a major supermarket. Is it Tesco's? It is, yes. Okay. In, in a, uh, it, it's in a very busy Tesco, actually. It's not the one in... Uh, you're in Hackney. Uh, where's... Hang on, where's I'm Hackney? I'm Hackney, no, but I work in the city of London. Oh, blimey. And it's very, very busy. How come in my Tesco, they have taken... You know when you go to the till? Yeah. And you put it on the conveyor belt, and then you get... You, you've got everything on the conveyor belt, so you go to the end to pack. And there used to be a conveyor belt at the back of the till that the food would go on. Yeah. That's gone now. They've just got a slide. That's right, yeah, but in the supermarket what? I work in, we've just had a refit. Right. And the cashier packs and scans. No, no, I don't, I don't want the cashier packing for me. Oh, you do, do it? Why not? Because I can do it better than the cashier, I can do it quicker and I can do it better. Oh, I see. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I, you can save things, because some of our customers come in, a big load of shopping, yeah. and they tell you, oh, I've left my wallet in the office. Yeah. 
so we can save it on the toilet, they go to their office, okay. their office, come back with the wallet and pay for it. If I go there, though, and the cashier starts packing for me, yeah, can I say, uh, I tell you what, love, could you stop doing that, please? I'll do it myself. Certainly, yes. And, and they'll be fine with that. Oh, yes, Because quite often, I understand why they do it. If you've got a big shop and you're still unloading and yeah. they're pushing it through the till, then yes, it makes sense for them to start doing that. But I've done the thing where I've put all the shopping on the till, gone to the end of the, 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 the till, got, got my, my bags off, and I know, I'm, I want, I play a game with myself. This is, I'm such a sad, sad man. But I calculate exactly how many bags I'll need and take that number off. Yeah. Very rarely wrong, Carol. Very the, rarely the, do the, I get it wrong. The thing is, in the supermarket I'm in, uh, it, it, we have to off- offer help to the customer. Ah, I don't mind help being offered. I don't mind it when they say, do you need help with the packing? So I say, no, I think I'll be fine with this. Mm. I don't like it when I'm standing there with a bag empty and they start loading up a bag and I'm like, well, you know, come yeah, on. Well, the, the proper procedure is to ask, would you like some help sh- with your packing? If they didn't uh, do that, could I complain about them? You could, yes. Excellent. Certainly, well, that's, yes. That's what I'm going to be doing. Carol, thank you very much for that. Chris, don't put any more calls through from people saying that you can, uh save a transaction on a till, because I've apologised to you on air already. I think that's very, very noble of me. Ah, dear. Lee is on Stoke-on-Trent. Hello. In Stoke-on-Trent. Hello. Hello. Uh, impressions. Um, you've been wanting people to call in who can do impressions. Excuse me? Uh, you want people to call in who can do impressions. Did I say that? At the start of the show, yes. Um... Chris, did I ask for people to call in and do impressions? I can't remember. I'm sure you did, but... What I... was I... What was I saying? Tell me the, what, the context. What, what did I say? You said about someone... Before you went on about this kill malarkey and uh, Sunday dinners, you yeah. said something about impressions. Call in, if you can do impressions. And I don't know. Uh, I don't think I did say that. Oh, I'm sure you did. Hang, hang on, hang on a second. Let me just let me just try. This. Line one, you're on the air. Did Hello. I say? Did I say at the start of the show I wanted people to do impressions? Nope. I don't think you did. Uh, well, d- d- would you like Lee is called? What's your name, by the way, my friend? Lee. Amir. 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 Uh, Amir. Lee is called in to do some impressions. I'm guessing. Would you like to listen to them? I'd rather listen to you, but go on, Lee. Go on. Go on, Lee. Uh, what impression would? You, who would you like to hear? Oh, any any celebrity. Any okay. celebrity. Uh, Chris Eubank? Chris Eubank. He's a, he's a very good boxer. thing about it is I haven't been boxing for a very long time now because... Chris I Eubank is not... I know that Chris Eubank is not Chinese. I've met him. Exactly. Sound more like Ali G there than... How, how about... This one's very hard for me. How about Joe Pasquale? Oh, God. Go on, cross your legs. Yeah, not- Oh, dear, he's got cut off. Right. That idiot again. Right, Amy, yes, what can I do for you? You've jumped right. the queue, I, I hope you know. Oh, well, thank you for so, that uh, VIP treatment. So don't thank muff you. it up. I will not. Okay, you. good lad. Right, I, I'm a till engineer. I work for a company called Torix Retail. Oh, good. Uh, we go around servicing, fixing, and providing solutions for EPOS, electronic points of sale. I'm bored already, but carry on. Oh, I'll try to uh, be... Make it, make it sexy. Come on, make it sexy. Right, okay. Nowadays, you have various till types with different software. It depends on which type of software is on the till, whether you can save the transaction or not. Oh, I got cut, cut him off. That was, that was, that was boring. H- H- Helen behind the glasses pulled a face and say, that's, that was a bit cruel. No, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even be bothered to get some music out to, to, I don't think even, uh, even this wouldn't have saved the call, I don't think. 
Uh, maybe it would have done. Oh, oh well, yes. Chris! Hello. Hello, Chris, you're on the air. Hello. I just, hello, can you hear me? Well, yeah, I'm just, yes, that's why we've okay, been talking. I'd just like to talk about the cauliflower cheese, really. When I was, uh, all through, all through my growing up, my mum would put uh, cauliflower cheese with any of the meats in a roast dinner, and the, the sauce did muddle a little bit with the gravy, yeah. but to be honest, the overall thing was, I, I, thought, I thought it was pucker. I loved it. So this is, this is three. I need two more people saying yes to cauliflower cheese, and I'll, I, what did I say? I was a new singer-song or something? I can't remember, but there are serious gravy issues with it. Well, the cheese, when the, the cheese meets the gravy, that's going to be well, some kind of congealing or something going to, on. You have to make a kind of sacred area of the plate where the cauliflower cheese sits and you just try yeah. and try and avoid gravy leakage. Yes. But I just also like to quickly say that I think it's a much more important debate is your caller that came on and said he used Aunt Bessie for not only Yorkshire pudding yeah. but parsnips and potatoes. That's bad. That's real bad and that's that's I think a national debate there because the, York, the Yorkshire pudding yeah. you can get away with with yeah. Aunt Bessie but there's no excuse for that. I remember being a kid before Aunt Bessie was even uh, uh, invented because yeah. I, I don't think she's a real person. I don't know. Uh, but I remember my mum trying to make Yorkshire puddings and it being a dis- she When she did it well, it was great, but generally it was a disaster. It's a big risk when big you've got family to feed on a Sunday. So, so, so just whacking in a dozen Yorkshire puddings that take four minutes, that's fine. Exactly. But, but uh, I'm sure her potatoes and her parsnips are excellent. Let me get that straight. But they're so easy to cook. Of course. And so delicious to make. I've it- had the potatoes before. You know, they do go slightly crispy on the outside, but it's not. It's not. It's not proper. It's and not you know, hey, listen, you, you want a top tip? You know how you make your, your own roast potatoes oh, no. go crispy? No, yeah. Chris? Oh, we've, we've, we've lost him. Oh. You put them in a colander when you boil them and shake them. Go fluffy around the edge. Put them in the oil. Put them in. Take them out every, like, 20, 25 minutes. Baste them. So you'll baste them. Bit of butter. What, huh? Bit of butter. Bit of butter? What does that mean? You know, put some butter on it. Oh, a bit of butter. No. No butter. Cooking oil. Just adds flavour. Well, cooking oil. So, 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 so you're feeling butter. brave, if you're feeling brave, put some onion over, get an onion, chop it up, sprinkle that over the top. Oh, no. Yeah, it works. If you're feeling really brave, bit of garlic all over it as well. Oh, yeah. It's, it's insane. It's insane, but it works, doesn't it, Leon? It does indeed. Good lad. You're right, you're right about the cauliflower cheese. It was not invented to go with a roast dinner. <laughs> it's a meal on its own. And the thing is, cauliflower cheese, now I think on it, is really nasty anyway. It's a d- disgusting thing, because the cheese tastes odd on it. Well, cheese and gravy are just not a mix because no. of the congealed element. No, it's bad, it's bad news. It's, it's, not, it's not right at all. I mean, no. I just picked up on this when I f- phoned you here. The, the cauliflower cheese is a meal in itself. It's like macaroni yeah. cheese. Oh, macaroni. Have you ever had macaroni cheese when it's just started to go cold and everything kind of sticks together? Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? No, it's horrible. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, I don't, I don't, don't. Listen, I need to talk to you. I've got something serious to talk to you about. Oh, blimey, yeah. Who is filming you? What? Who is filming you? What do you mean? Well, do you like Anastasia? Uh, yeah, she's quite good. Leon? Chris, did, did we lose Leon there, or did you... Uh, no, she's just run, run out of time, innit? How, but, uh, I, how does he know about me liking Anastasia? Uh, uh run out of time. Hmm. Oh. Time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news with Alan Joyce. And on the North Circular Eastbound, there are... Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. No one has called up to say that, yes, they, they're people that, uh, sort of start paying for stuff, then nip off and get other stuff in the shop. It was just so annoying, this guy leaving the queue and coming back. And the thing is, he wasn't doing what I've done in those situations, and running, 
He was just, like, wandering around like a headless chicken. He's like an idiot. Just going, well, oh, I need some of this, I need some of that. Uh, 0870 Cauliflower cheese and roast is not right. Uh, being banned in places. I didn't, I didn't ask for impressions at all. Alex is in Paris. Hi, and good afternoon. Good afternoon, Alex. Of course, uh, you can eat uh, cauliflower cheese with the host. It's the most wonderful thing. Yes. Also, you have the courgette gratin, oh. the pomme dauphinois, what? and the broccoli gratin, and no. everything goes no. very well with the host. Yes. You're, 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 well, the thing is, you're French, so I can't really include you on this vote, as you don't know anything about roast dinners. Of course we do. You've got to, what you have to do in France is you try and ponce everything up a little bit, don't you? No, not all the time, but this is very plain and very tasty, and with a nice bottle of Bordeaux wine, Mm. it is uh, very good, but I'm surprised you are interested because you don't even eat meat. But you don't, ah. You are a Philistine. No, they're they're called vegetarians in this country. Ah, But the thing is, there are a wonderful uh, array of uh, alternatives to meat that you can have for a roast dinner. Uh, and also, to, to be honest, I don't think the meat is the important thing in the roast dinner. The important thing is... Is the cauliflower... No, cat? no, it's the ro- roast potatoes, Alex. Ah, okay. Roast potatoes uh, is the important thing, and, and the parsnips. As an alternative to the roast potato, you have to add the potato, uh, uh, potato cheese, the pot- pomme dauphinoise, we call it pomme dauphinoise, it's no. the potato gratin. Right. But, well, hang on, you've, you've just translated one foreign phrase into another foreign phrase. I did, okay. P- but potato I, I do- explain because I don't know whether you have the potatoes with the cheese sauce. Well, what does gratin mean? Gratin is a cheese sauce. What does do- dauphinoise mean? Dauphinoise is the, is the name for the uh, potato with the cheese sauce. Right, so it's, it's, but they're both French words, are they? They, uh, they are. So you've, used what, you've just substituted one French word for another French word? Because I thought you were understanding it better. If, well, if you'd have put it in English, I would have understood it better. Well, we, we are talking in English. Well, but, but except you, you're using a lot of French. Well, you know, I have to tell you, many words in the English language are taken from the French. Like, like what? Now we take some words from the English. Le weekend. Ex- exact. Yes. That, didn't they? In France, didn't they, about ten years ago, they were so annoyed with having so many English words as part of your language that the government set up a bureau to uh, make up new French words. Did that happen or did I dream that? No, it, it, they talked about it, but they never t- uh, set up the, uh, the bureau. Okay. And now we try to do something like uh, the CNN News. Yeah. But in French, but it's not working because no one wants to listen. They all want the CNN. Of course. So French is a dying language. I don't think so. I think after English, it will be the second language in Europe eventually. Well, well, well what's the second language in Europe now? Germany. German, it must be. Probably German, yes. Mm. 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 Alex, you, maybe you can help me. I was in John Lewis today. Uh, because I had to get some, uh, uh, bits and bobs. Yeah. Uh, I'm turning into a middle-aged, uh, uh, idiot. I bought a scented candle for £18. <laughs> but it smelt so wonderful. Anyway, there was a lady behind the till whose name I have never seen before and I cannot pronounce it, okay? I'm guessing, I'm guessing from her accent, uh, she was kind of Eastern European. And you're closer to the Eastern Europeans than we are. Right. Uh, and you yeah, have... I didn't know that. Well, you are cl- well. You're physically closer, aren't you? I'm physically never, closer. never eat shredded wheat. Yes, you are. Um, her name. This is how you. If anyone can, by the oh, I didn't give out the address. I'll do. I'll give out the address after four. Uh, if um, no, I'll give it out in a minute. Hang on. Sorry. 
okay, her name was spelt M for mother, E-R-T, easy so far, X-E. Uh, that I, I don't, is a name I don't recognise at all, and I would have no idea how to pronounce it. Mertix. I, w- what? Mertix. Mertix? Yes. Now, I would, I would have thought it was like Mertzi or something. I uh, could, could be Mertzi. That the T and the X and E would make it a sort of tss. A, a Z. Yes. Can, Ian, can I ask you one thing? Yes, of course. While you were in the John Lewis, did you buy the product for the washing machine? Or the smell in your no, I didn't. I didn't even think of looking in there for that. This is like ch- cheap detergent or something. It's, you can either buy the biological uh, detergent, yes. or there is a product in a liquid for oh. the, exactly for what you, uh, you have the problem. What I did do uh, last week was I put the washing machine on a hot r- wash, empty, and that helped it a little bit. You have to have either the biological uh, yes. product, uh, yes. a powder, or this uh, liquid. I shall sort that out. Alex, I've got to go. Thank you for that. Merci. Au revoir. Uh, M-E-R-T-X-E. How the hell do you pronounce that? Uh, I'll give the address out now, because I was going to do it ages ago, and I'm worried that we'll uh, lose Freeva. What is the address, Chris? LBC, Ian Lee, LBC. 97.3. Where does the second floor bit come into the address? Second. that would come up. After your name. Ian Lee, second floor, LBC, Chrysalis Building. Bramley Road. 13 Bramley Road, London, W10, 6SP? Yep. There we go, that's good. Oh, so that, there we go, I'll do the uh, pace you can take down. Ian Lee. Second floor. LBC would come before the second floor, surely. Now you start smaller and get bigger. LBC would come before the second floor. Chris, this building, 13, Bramley Road, as in the Apples, London, W10, 6SP. Yes, Mark. Uh, hello. Yes, Mark. Yeah, I used to work for Sainsbury's, and, uh, the system that we had there was, uh, mm. like, just so you didn't have the money to pay for something or something like that, what we could do is put all your shopping through. Yes. And then on the end of the receipt, it will print out a little barcode. Right. And then, uh, we'll put your shopping away, and when you come back, we'll... Get your receipt back and uh, scan it again. What? And then, uh, scan it again. Yeah, and then it will go back to, uh, uh-huh. that receipt. What? What's going on in the background, Mark? Yes, there are now just a few people having a bit of road rage. Uh, so, um, hang on. So, if they couldn't pay for it, they'd run it all through anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then they'd go and get their money and come back, would they? Yeah, what we've done, was, what? well, if you wanted to go what? and get a few more things or whatever... Oh, all right, OK. Print, you know, on the inner Sainsbury's, what happens is that yes. you put stuff through, it prints out the receipt. Yes. And then what it would do is, at the end of the receipt, they oh. would print a barcode. Right. And then, whatever tool you wanted to go back He's to... He's just saying the same thing again, isn't he? What you'll do is you scan barcode... Yes. On the, ...on the end of the receipt... Yes. ...and it will just uh, bring up all... I, I, yeah. It's AA Man Alex. Hello, Mr. Ian. Hello, Mr. AA Man Alex. My friend, you made my wife interfere with my work, my friend. I wondered where that sentence was going. Thank God it ended with the word work. She phoned me up because of that lady who phoned up and she says, Where were you, Alex? Why weren't you listening? What? Uh, Well, Alex, calm down. I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. The lady who got this um, accent? The lady with the accent? There again. What? Have you got me off again yet? No, I'm talking to you. You've got me off, haven't you? Can you not hear me? Ian, please don't cut me off. What? What? I have... 
I haven't done anything. Can you hear me, Alex? Yes, now I can. You sounded like you were drowning. No, well, I'm not drowning. It's a completely dry studio, he said, looking around. No, I've not... Well, listen, I don't know... First of all, your phone is rubbish. Secondly, I don't know what you're talking about. My wife phoned me up to tell me, Alex, listen to the radio. There's a lady talking funny. She can't get through to Lee with his, um, with her accent. Oh, don't... You can't say a lady talking funny just because she had a strong accent. Ah, uh, well, that was good, I think. We also funny. What do you think? Yes. Uh, are you? I think you're you're talking uh, about Fariba, are you? Yeah, I couldn't even pronounce her name. Oliva, Oliva, Oliva. Yes. Oh, can't be that one. No, 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 no. Oliva, Oliva, Oliva. No. By the way, yesterday I heard that uh, there's eight people on the plane. You uh, talk funny. Me. Yes, we had Kev from the window sent me an email describing this. Was coming back from uh, Charmel Shake or whatever it's called, uh, and he did a Pradeep on the plane, and eight people joined in the Pradeep. I think I'll do that for you, my friend, on my way to Kenya. Excellent. Please do. Do, do it for the whole flight. I shall do that, my friend. Good lad. I didn't... I, if anyone knows what the last two minutes was about, then could you... Answers on the back of a sealed-down envelope. Do you remember people who couldn't afford postcards? They'd have sealed... And they weren't envelopes. They were sealed-down envelopes. How tight is that? Can you still send sealed-down envelopes now? Don't try not that bothered. 0870 is the phone number. Uh, Ian at lbc.co.uk. More of your calls after the latest LBC 97.3 news. Have I just learnt something about my producer I didn't know? Isn't this exciting? I, you know, you work with Chris for, I don't know how long, it's over a year and a half, something ridiculous like that. Uh, and it just dawned on me, I don't know what music Chris likes. So I just said, Chris, who's your favourite band? And got one of a... What? I haven't got a favourite band, is it? Okay, well, what, what's, um, his favourite singer? I, don't, I, I haven't got one. And we, we, Helen and I, we've been bullying him for the whole time the news and the travel was on to try and find out what his favourite band was. And he doesn't have a favourite band. Now, is that normal? Do people... I, I, I think it's more common for men to have favourite bands than women. Maybe I, I, I might be generalising. Well, no, I am generalising. Stuff it. Uh, if I'm wrong, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. But I think it's more common for men to to if, if to have favourite bands and to obsess about their bands slightly more and to find out more details about their bands. Whereas I think girls can listen to groups. Boys, when they listen to groups, need to know the names of every member of the band and they need to know what year the they need to know the facts. I think behind the music, what that song's about. Um, but Chris, my producer, doesn't have a favourite band. And w I was struggling to get him to tell me what music he listened to, and th the final question that did it was when I said, right, what was the last CD you put on? And he went, oh, it's Paul Simon. Paul, Paul Simon, there must be 50 ways to leave your lover. Slip out the bag, Jack, and all those other things. Uh, 0870 Do you, is it, uh, do you not have, like, a favourite band? He's not, like, bothered about music? Uh, and is it true that men have favourite bands more than women do? I think that's right. I could be wrong on that. I think that's right. Uh, Tess is in the... Hello. Yes. Well, <laughs> I've got a few favourite bands, but that's not why I'm calling in. Energy. Right. Um, I was but calling you, in about the... When you listen to bands, what are you yeah. listening to now? A... I'm listening to a girl called Gillian Glover. Oh, I don't know But when you... You know her dad, though? Gillian Glover, Brian Glover. No, bass player. Don't say the night, don't say the band. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Roger Glover? Who's Roger Glover? Oh. Oh, okay. 
seventies band. I can't tell you. Well, I've Ro- sort of given it away. Ro- anyway. Oh no, Roger Glover from a seventies band. Yeah, from Deep Purple. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yes, right. yes. There I we go. Have said that, but why? Why not? Because she doesn't want that. Anyhow. Oh, she doesn't want to be associated with her dad. She wants to be known on her tongue. Wants to make it on her own, but she, once she realises that she won't, she'll be wanting to well, cash in. stuff with me, but whatever. Okay, well, instead of... Was I allowed to say that? Not really, you're not, but why, I was speaking at the same time, so no one noticed her. Let's move on. Okay. Yes, I have on occasion had cauliflower cheese with a roast. That's, 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 uh, four votes I've got there. On occasion. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to well, me, that's though. because... You know when you go around and people are meat eaters and yes. they cook for you and yeah. then they have to do a vegetarian option? Yeah. Ah, ah. So what you're saying, you're not saying it's yeah. right to have it, but you're saying you've had it. I don't think anything's right or wrong. You have what you want, don't you? Right, well, I'm not taking that as a thing <laughs> so, so we're back down to three again so far. What is your favourite band? Well, my favourite band at the moment are Sparks. Really? Oh my God! Oh, I'm they're quite b- good. No, they're not. They're fantastic. Get their album from three years ago called Little Beethoven. Yeah. It's genius. We played a Spark song last night yeah, on the I show. Know. I, I, I ordered. I've just got Little Beethoven live on DVD yeah. to watch. It's genius. I nearly went to see them play, but they cost twenty-five. Quid. It's worth it, and it's worth double yeah. that because they are the most. Fantastic. Maybe, I don't They're know. in their 50s, and the show I saw them do the other week at the Forum yeah. was the most entertaining, thought-provoking, uh, well-staged uh, concert I've ever seen in my life. Blimey. It was well, like... They sound quite good to me, though. It was like... A, it was a show. They had back projections, and they were doing mime, and it was... Oh, it was... I, I said mime, and mime sounds rubbish, show, but... Then. It was... It was... Like, so- it should have been Wembley, Wembley Arena kind of show. Well, no, no, no. It's like that kind of production. It should be, no, it, 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 keep it nice and small. They're <laughs> fantastic spots. No, I agree, I like that venue. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, hang on, we've, we've got, hang on, we've got... I reckon, this, of all time. Hang on a minute, we've got some sparks here. This is what they sound like. Okay. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. <laughs> there you go, you see, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, I don't think that's sparks, though, is it? Well, maybe not. Uh, it's a cover version. Yes. Anyway, yes, Tess, what, what were you going to say? My favourite all-time band, I reckon, Led Zeppelin. Ah, uh, I don't really get Led Zeppelin. Mm, I really do. I've still not heard Stairway to Heaven, either. You're not a woman, though, are you? Uh, but I don't think I am a woman, no. no. Oh. So, it's a different thing, maybe. May- maybe. I was, on, I, was in the, I was cleaning the bedroom a couple of weekends ago, and Stuart McConey started playing Stairway to Heaven. As soon as I realised what it was, I switched the radio off and went downstairs. And made sure, I, I don't want, I want to live my life never having heard it. I've heard a bit of it. I've heard a tiny bit of it. I could sing you... Uh, about eight seconds of Stairway to Heaven. Uh, and then after that, I just don't know what happens. I don't want to know what happens either. Who is this? Suey? Suey, not Suey. Oh, Chris has put S-U-I-E on my screen. <laughs> Suey. Sue. No, just Sue. Sue. Just, uh, hey, never just Sue. <laughs> Who's your favourite band, Sue? Oh, I don't really have a favourite Because you're a girl. <laughs> I like loads of stuff. I think this is it. I think girls can like a wide range of stuff, whereas blokes, they just find a band and they focus on that and they dedicate all their attention and their energy to that one band. Is that so? I, I think so. I'm prepared to... This is my theory for the rest of the show now, and we'll, right. we'll find out if I'm right or wrong. Okay. You're very giggly, aren't you? I am. What's, what, what's going on? Ooh, I don't know. Nothing. Sounds like... Are you... I've, I've just come home. I've just, I tried to ring you earlier and I kept losing my signal on my oh mobile, so God. now I'm home. Isn't that annoying? When... How come in the year 2006, when they've got these, um, 
phone masts, on flats, on schools, on old people. How come you could, there are still great, whopping great areas, including my kitchen, <laughs> where people can't get mobile phone signals? <laughs> Exactly the same. My phone works fine at home, my mobile. Mm. When I go out, it doesn't work. I remember when I got, got my first mobile uh, about nine years ago, uh, which is still quite late, actually, for mobiles, but, uh, and you had to go and check. You, you'd go to a supplier and you'd, uh, and you'd say, right, I want to be able to use the phone in London uh, and Edinburgh and uh, in Slough, and they'd get a map of different networks' coverage, because networks didn't cover the whole thing. I, I, I needed it to work in Edinburgh and London. And so they got a map of the country, and they said, right, well, uh, O2 is very good in Edinburgh, uh, Orange, isn't, Orange wasn't very good reception at all anywhere in those days, uh, and so you chose your phone on where you could get coverage. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, Sue. So works fine in Australia. Oh, there you go. Well, they work but everywhere. Does, but yeah. it won't work in America. Uh, it won't work in my, in my house. You, need a, tri- you need a tri-band. <laughs> oh, Sue, we've only got ten seconds. Okay. Cauliflower cheese. Yes. Brilliant. My, my, I've got to tell you, my friend Joanne, she's the one that first ever gave me cauliflower cheese with my roast dinner. Oh, no, I'm not having that. <laughs> a wireless show. Yes, Brian. Hello. Oh, sorry, I've just built paint stripper on my arm. Oh, paint stripper? Yeah. That's going to sting. Yeah, it does, yeah. Go, go quick, go and wipe it off. So I'm wiping it off now. Oh, paint! I tell you what, uh, oh, I, I've used paint stripper before to strip a door, yeah. uh, and you're supposed to wear. Well, well, I did wear gloves. I wore these rubber gloves, but the thing was, the paint stripper, the gloves weren't sort of tight. No, so the paint stripper. Stri- well, it went. It didn't go through the glove, but it went down the sort of sleeve of the glove. Oh. So I had a glove full of paint stripper. My fingers were burning. Yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible stuff. It's a killer. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, jumping out of queues. Oh, yeah, let me just remind you, this was the, the, uh, Friday night, uh, I didn't know, I was in Sainsbury's, like, a garage-type sh- garage shop, uh, and there was a guy who was in the queue, and he was, he was paying for his stuff, and he kept saying, oh, I've forgotten something, let me go off and get that, and then he come back, he, four times, he stopped, he, he went out to get other things. No, you've got to be good at it, you've got to know exactly where everything is in the shop. Yes. And, sorry, I got a cold, I sound crap. Um, Brian, what is wrong with you? Your life is just falling apart. I uh, know, yeah, uh, uh, my, my phone's probably going to run out of battery in a minute, anyway. Oh. Anyway. Yes. Uh, as, it's acceptable as long as you're back within, you know, the time you've got to pay and, you know, a pack and everything. Yes, exactly. That's, that, that's fine. As long as, uh, as, as, you know, the girl is, is keeping ahead of you or, or, or whatever. But this guy, he, he, he'd finish... He finished putting all his shopping through, and then he said, oh, I've got to go and get some milk. He came no, back, gave him milk. Then he went, oh, I've got to go and get some butter. And then he, he did that four times. So that is out of order. And there was yeah. a big queue. It wouldn't be so bad if there was just one or two people waiting to, to, to get served. There were seven or eight people in the queue. But he's gone. He's, he's just gone. And yet, I don't think his battery went, because he sort of sighed, didn't he? to say, oh, this is really boring. Ah, stuff it. And th- he went. That was a conscious decision there, to to give up there, or either that, or his arm was just burnt so badly. That, have you used that paint stripper, Chris? Because it is uh, nasty stuff, and the fumes. Oh, it's horrible, horrible. Uh, Bill is in Leighton. Hello, Ian. Hello, Bill. Yeah, man. I'm just phoning up to um, talk about my favourite. Your voice has changed. Why? It's gone like a little bit. It sounds like you got a bubble in your throat. <laughs> I've got a cold. Okay. Yeah, I'm not very well today. Oh, is that why you're bunking off work? 
Yeah. Okay, good lad. Under the duvet. How would you pronounce this name? M-E-R-T-X-E. I haven't got a clue. Muntuks. Say that again. Muntuks or something like that. Muntuks. Yeah. I don't think so, but there's good effort. So if anyone knows, oh wait, seven oh, nine oh. No, no, no. I just, I'd never. I, I don't know why. I don't normally look at the name tags of people. Uh, yeah, but so middle aged now, you know. I, I, I was in John Lewis looking at people's name tags and buying. On Saturday, I've been to John Lewis twice in three days. I forgot to get something on Saturday, but on Saturday I was getting all the stuff for my new bathroom. So I spent two hundred quid on towels. On uh, soap dishes, on tooth rack holders, on the the thing that the toilet cleaner. On I tell you what I bought. I thought I'd never buy in my life. It's a metal stand, and you put your spare toilet rolls on it. Oh my god! It's and I, I, I was like the person I was with said, "Oh, you should get that. It's really handy." Yeah, it's why like, are you buying all this stuff? You don't even wash. I beg your pardon. Why are you buying all this stuff? You don't even. Yeah, I heard what you said. I was just saying that for effect. I do wash. I had my first bath on Sunday in the a new bath, and I sh- had a. Sh- <laughs> Had a sh- not first bath ever, <laughs> and then I had a shower later that same day. And let me just say, Bill, it was heaven. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, how is the new bathroom? What's the next room to be done? The next, well, the next thing to be done will be the rest of the entire flat will be decorated, but that will have to wait till next year. I'm Are you s- looking for a flat, mate? No, mate. Oh, okay. Worth an ask. Okay. Why well, do you want to move in? Yeah. Ain't never going to happen. All right, then. What did you call in for, Bill? Um, my favourite artists. All right, yeah. Would you, do you want to guess who they are first? The Stranglers. <laughs> Walking on the beaches, looking at the peaches. Nah. Okay. Uh, if every time I guess, are you going to sing one of their songs? Yeah. In that case, I'm going to stop guessing. All right, then. Just no, I won't sing, I won't sing. Just have two more guesses. Two more guesses? You, can you give me any clues? No, 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 no. Just go for a whole range. Um, oh, uh, let me see. Is it... Look at the sheet. Is it these guys? I don't know who they are. It's the Orchestral Beach Boys. No, I don't know. Oh, I know know who your favourite artist is. Yeah. It's Lorenz. Nah. I don't know, Bill. I do, I do not know. Okay. It's so easy. 50 Cent, Eminem, oh. the whole of the G-Unit crew I'd like to give a big <laughs> shout-out to. <laughs> the G-Unit crew? Wow. Charmillionaire. He's a new guy in the game, repping Texas. Um. Also, like, Obi Trice. Yes. Do you like John Legend? Nah, he's mainstream. He's oh, okay. cheesy. Yes, yes. We're all just ordinary people. Yes. Let it go, or wherever it goes. Okay. And, um... Yes. Uh, mm. Isn't it funny when people say, you'll never... Have a guess who I just saw in the street. Have a guess. I don't know. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Have a guess. And no one ever... Has anyone ever got it right from having a guess? Well, I don't know, was it Richard Bryce? Oh, yeah, what? what? How did you know that? It was just guessed. Uh, Kevin is in the Stepney. Oh, Ian. Uh, you having a drink there, Kevin? No, mate, just sitting there listening to you and chilling out, mate. Good, good lad, good lad. Yes, what can I do for you? Well, about your Fariba lady. The, the, the what? The Fariba. Oh, lady. yes, 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 of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. I used to go to uh, university with a girl um, called Fariba. Oh, right. And, uh, Oliva, Oliva. Oliva. <laughs> well, whatever. Yes. 
she pronounced it Fariba, but there you go. Where, what, uh, what, where was, where in the world was Fariba from? Because she's a lovely lady. She, if, if you missed her, she called her about 50 minutes ago. And I cannot work out from her name or from her accent where in the world she uh, originates. Well, all I can tell you is, is this one sounded exactly like your one. Right. And she was from Iran originally. Oh! She spent 12 years in Sweden. Oh. Um, before she came over to England, and she spoke exactly the same. But she was a lovely lady, absolutely yes. fantastic. So, so we love her, and hopefully she's got the address, and she's uh, written a brochure uh, for, for this show, and she's going to send it in to us, which sounds oh, fantastic. Cool. Uh, was that it, Kevin? Yeah, that was it, mate. Good lad, uh, thank you. Chris, any chance on, on tracking down Heather Jingles yet? Is that is uh, Heather around, or is Heather gone to see John? I'll give her a ring now. Well, do, do it after the news at half past four, because, uh, yeah. Jim. Good afternoon, how are you? Uh, do you know what, Jim? I'm all right. It's kind of a nice laid-back show today, but I'm enjoying it. Okay, well, I'm glad you also got my email about the scammers on MySpace. That's the first thing you, um... Oh, about the, the, the women trying to rip me off? Yes. Well, I've had about nine so far. I've only had one. This is, uh, I've had one from, uh, I think, uh, an Eastern European woman saying that she wanted me to send her money or something. No, I, I had one from a uh, white lady from Africa. Right. Telling me a lovely story. Yes. About uh, her father and a gold mine and oh. this and that. And, yeah. oh, she's got money, but no one can know about it. And no. could I please do this, this and this? And, yes. Do you know, it's a really lovely story. Anyway, I digress. People and supermarkets. Yes. My wife is the world's worst, number one culprit. Go on. You can have a trolley full of stuff. Yeah. You're unloading the trolley onto the said belt, yeah? Yes. Check out. Oh, I've just forgot something. Oh, God. And then it goes wandering. Now, bearing in mind, I've got other people behind me, yeah? Yes. With other trolleys. And I'm going, can you hurry up? Yeah, hang on a minute. As if like, they've got all the time she in the just, world. Jim, I've got to go, but thank you for that. Just, I, you, these people just wander around. Like, they've got every... Oh, it does my head in. If you've just missed that bit... Emaya! Hi. Hello, Emaya. I, I know what the name is. Oh, M-E-R-T-X-E. Yep, it's Mercha. Mercha. Cha, it's a cha sound. Mercha. Yeah, Mercha. Mercha. Yeah, it's short for Mercedes. Um, what? and in the Basque country, the ch sound is a T-X. So it's a Spanish name? Yeah, it's short for Mercedes. Mercedes. Me- Mercedes? Yeah. Mercha. 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 Yeah. Uh, Maya, thank you very much for that. <laughs> You're there, welcome. There we go, problem solved. Well, that's, uh, that's that one solved. We can scrub that, that's done. If you know if there's anything else, 0870 So far we've discovered on the show that... No, Cauliflower cheese shouldn't really be uh, with a roast dinner, although it may be it's slightly more acceptable than I thought it was. That people uh, who are paying for things at shops then realise they've forgotten other things are bad people and we should take them outside and flog them. Uh, the name M-E-R-T-X-E is pronounced Mercha, uh, and there was something else. Oh, yes, girls don't tend to have favourite bands. It's boys that have favourite bands, and they obsess about them and need to know every minute detail where girls don't do that. Uh, 0870 Oh, by the way, none, no one has called in to say, yes, Ian, I've been banned from somewhere. Uh, and how that banning would, uh, w- would actually exist. Uh, Jonathan is in the Hammersmith. Uh, good afternoon to you, Jonathan. Oh, good afternoon, Ian. How are you? All right. I, I'm, I'm on top of the world. Did you have a lovely weekend, sir? I did, actually. You had a really good one. I had some friends came down from Darlington, and, um, we went out and had a bit of a crack. It was really good. You had some what? 
Sorry, that's the Irish expression. Yes. You went out and had a crack. But, the, but the, the Irish spell crack, C-R-A-I-C. Right. What, what, that's insane spelling. It is, isn't it? It should be yeah. C-K, C-R-A-C-K. That's, that's how I would spell it, yes. I don't get that. I have to say, you're going to be a bit, you're going to think I'm even weirder than normal because... Well. Hello? He's gone. Jonathan? He's gone. Silenced. Silenced by the man there. There's nothing we could do. Let's have a look at this email. You can email, by the way, ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, you play a snippet of a song, it goes, um, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, who sings it and what's it called? One, two, three, four, five. It's XTC and it's, uh, Senses working overtime. One, two, three, four, five. There we go, you see. And, uh, so, that's good news. I'm going to try my computer for some reason. Um, yes. One, two, three, four, five. Yes, Verinda. All right. Um, you right? Yeah. Yeah. And do you know that uh, you like Sparks in it? Yeah, they're my favourite band now. Uh, why don't you start a campaign to make them number one? Just like uh, 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 that Capital Radio guy done it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Johnny uh, Wogan. Is it? Johnny Wogan. Yeah. What was Johnny Wogan doing? He's he's the breakfast guy, yeah. Yeah, he started. He made a campaign to. Uh, Make the Hoff uh, number one. Oh, okay. Well, let's. Did it work? No, it went to number three. Okay. Well, okay. I, I, I hereby start a campaign to make the Sparks number one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, can you sing me Happy Birthday, please? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. We recorded this. Uh, Chris and I recorded this earlier on. You ready? All right. Here we go. <laughs> Is that all right? Yes, brilliant. Oh, excellent. Katia! Tally-ho! Oh, something. Yes. <laughs> yes, another what? sweeping generalisation of yours. I should say a cliché, because it's easier, but... You're... <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly easier for you to say. <laughs> uh, you, you sound bored and miserable and <laughs> depressed and uh, angry with me. I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm very tired and I had some uh, espressos and I'm really, really nervous. I just hate it. I'm... Let me play... <laughs> can I play something to calm you down? Yes, well... <laughs> Has that worked? Yes. Excellent. I need to level that a bit. Okay, yes. Yes, so, um, guess what? I've got a favourite band. Okay. I've got three, actually. Ah, ah, well, there you go. You've proved me right already. No, no, what do you mean? No, I've got a favourite one, if you want to. A, f- a favourite Yes. Okay, what's your favourite band? Nevermore. Okay. Brilliant band. Yes. Uh, Is it, are, they, are they like Evanef- Evanescence? No. Okay. No. Oh, that's your doorbell. Yeah, what's, uh, did you, uh, hold on. Hello? Yes, I am. Okay. See you. Yes? Who, who was that? That's uh, an power woman selling something. Just, oh. But I, I don't want to... Oh, shouldn't say anything about companies. Yes, but you should have just said to her, well, actually, no, don't bother coming back. <laughs> She said, no, because she's going to come back now. She's going to, you've basically, it's like you, you virtually, I'm not saying that she is, but you know, vampires can't come into your house unless you invite them. Uh, garlic and stuff, yes. Yes. Well, you've invited her back to your house, and I'm not saying she's a vampire, I'm sure she's a lovely lady, I'm sure the company she works for are excellent, yes. but, 
She's um, going to come back now. Hey, Duncan Bannatine's on the show tomorrow. I know you. Excited. Yeah, very excited. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I know it. <laughs> Is it for... It's the, have you heard the new EastEnders theme tune? <laughs> no. It starts, I, it no. starts like this. It's Is good. It? Yeah. Ah, good uh, drumming there. Thank you. Yeah. So that's it. And I know a lot about Nevermore. I know about their guitar player, what sort of guitar he plays. But you're not... Can I, can I say something and please don't be offended? Okay. You're not a normal girl. What do you mean, not normal? Well, you work in a gun engravers for a start. Yes, and... That's, that's pretty strange. Yes. Don't you think? In weird stuff. You've, you, you've seen weirder stuff. I have. Like, like what? I can't go into detail. There you go, you see. You've seen <laughs> weird stuff that you can't go into detail about on the radio. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. Uh, so that's, um, I sh- I'm, sh- I'm sure I know women. Uh, I know, yes. <laughs> do, but do you, th- this band Evanescence that you're... No, Nevermore. It's not Evanescence. Uh, it's way better. Okay, Nevermore, sorry. But do you know things like their B-sides and... Uh, uh, they, uh, well, they, they, they didn't do any B-sides because they haven't got any uh, discs out, it's CDs. Uh, they've got some picture discs. So they haven't released I've any records? Them, eh? They haven't released any records? Yes, but CDs, not... But singles have B-sides. Uh, CD singles they, have B-sides. <laughs> what do you mean, B-sides on a CD? You can't reverse the CD. Or... No, but they have track one and track two okay, on... Okay, then. Yeah, the special... Yeah, okay. So on the CD one. singles, but yes. they still... God, this is hard work. But they still <laughs> call it a, uh, a B-side. Do they? Not in Belgium. Well, Belgium... <laughs> is, yes. 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 I, I collapsed in... I told you this, didn't I? You didn't, no. Oh, okay. I collapsed in... in uh, is Brussels in Belgium? <laughs> is it in Belgium? Well, what do you think? I don't know. I don't oh, come know. on. I can't believe that. Chris, Chris, is Brussels in Belgium? <laughs> yeah. Is, okay. Is it? Even Chris knows. Yeah, even, even Chris knows. That's embarrassing. You're supposed to be mastermind. Uh, I, I am indeed the mastermind. <laughs> yes. Chris, uh, uh, I, I collapsed in Brussels and I got rushed to hospital. Yeah. And that's, that's the end of that story. But I went to a, a restaurant in Brussels mm. where all of the waitresses and all the bar staff, they're all ladies, they were all out-of-work models and actresses. Yes. It was fan-blooming-tastic. You should go and live in... No, because it's boring place. What? And it's, it's nothing, there's nothing going on there. I went to the square and did, I did a lot of filming in the square and we had to wind people up and do silly filming in the square. Yeah. Uh, And I had to pretend I'd murdered someone at one point, I remember that. Uh, crazy days. Uh, but it's, uh, uh, it, as a place, there's lots of beautiful women there. Yeah. Um, but but uh, I agree with you, uh, Brussels is quite a little bit rubbish, actually. It's where the home of the European Parliament. Yes. I went there. Not, what, in the Parliament? I stood outside. <laughs> right. Stood outside. But no, you should go in, uh, Wallonia. Uh, go to Liège. Uh, you know you're speaking foreign to me. <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. But, uh, okay, I'm going to leave you, because... People are probably... Uh, the poor. Empower woman's coming back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you, Katya. Uh, Bradley! Bradley? Hello. Oh, jeez! Hello there, sorry, I was... We, uh, we thought you... Of... <laughs> <laughs> I was just... I'm driving at the moment, so... Uh, Obviously, was... you're, you're on hands-free, aren't you? I am, yeah, yes. of course I am. Good lad, yes. Of course I am. I, I just want to mention to you, Ian, yes. about, uh, firstly... A band, my favourite band of all time. Yes. And not many people know this band, 
they should do. Yes. It's called the Average White Band. I don't know if you've heard of it. Did they play... Who did the... No, no, I'm... Did they play that funky music, White Boy? No, they did, um, Let's Go Round Again. Okay. You know that, Let's Go Round Again? They did that. I think I've got... Not that my singing's any good, I think I've got that. Is this it? you get this Uh, close, but no. Nice. Okay. Um, they do pick up the pieces, cut the cake. They've oh. got a lot of songs, a lot of music. They've done many albums. Many they're, albums. They're mainly a sort of early 70s band. Yes, I had an they're average a white band. I had an average but, white band album once and I threw it away. Well, it, it's the picture of a... It's got an A, then a W is the woman's he's dis- thumb. Hang on, he's describing the logo to me. He's doing their logo. Bradley, I've got to move on, so we're going to a break. Thank you very much for that. He was starting to tell this. See, that's that's what boys can do. Uh, and yes, Katia is right that, that there are women, obviously, that are into bands and know their things. But I think I mean, he was describing their logo to me, and that's what men can do. That it separates them from women. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that is a genetic difference betwixt the two. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the phone number. More of your calls after this. And loose. Uh, we've been talking about bands, uh, we've been talking about roast dinners, for goodness sakes. Uh, I, t- I want to talk about an, uh, an accountant thing I saw uh, yesterday, but we'll do it in a minute. First of all, here's Nick. Hello. Hello, Nick. How you doing? Um, yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right. Good stuff. Um, first time called, but I had to call you about, uh, your comment about, uh, the, um, the girls not being obsessed with bands? Yeah, not as, not in, as much as, as, as boys are, I think. Well, what about boy bands? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, is it, okay, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, let, let me change it slightly then, you could be right there. Uh, maybe it's men over women. What do you mean, men over women? What, what do you mean, what do I mean, men over women? Well, I was talking about boy bands. Right, but maybe... They're totally obsessed with boy bands. Yes, well, I'm, I'm refreshing my statement to not say boys and girls, I'm saying men and women. Oh, I see. I see. Well, women. What about the uh, revival of Take Take That? I mean, like the women are all going to see them still. That's, That's boy band. Justin, s- s- have you heard their new single? I haven't. No. C- Chris, we've got their single downstairs. Could you go and get it for me? I'm gonna have a look. Thank you. For, so, it's on my desk for some reason. I don't know why. I know Steve Allen uses but, that but desk. Ian, when you was growing up, what about your, you know, the first sexual experiences? Wasn't you? Wasn't, weren't what? they in rooms with like Andrew Ridgely and? And George Michael looking down on you. George George oh. Michael was not looking down on me on my first sexual experience. <laughs> I can assure you of that. Exactly. See, I did have one of those, and it was a freaky experience. Where was this? In a park she, or something? No, no, no. Unfortunately, not. No, this was in a bedroom. Right. But uh, she had a, uh, a bedspread. Andrew Ridgely on one pillow, and George Michael on the other. Oh, not a good experience, mate. God Almighty. Oh, well, well, that was it, really. That, well, that's very unpleasant. No, you, I, you're right, actually. Girl, you, you are right. Girls do obsess about bands, but I think as we get older, I think girls kind of stop that generally at about 15, 16, 17, whereas the men get older, I think they become more obsessed about things and need to know more details and, and focus in on one band even more. Well, I think take that, take that approved that if, um, you know, if they revive all these boy bands, there'll be, there'll be the grown-up willing, uh, women will still be doing... What they well, they're all, hey, all of these, back, the, the All Saints are back together, um, who was I reading was getting, I know E17 got back together and that was a little bit of a flop because they're, they're idiots. There was another band that was talking about getting back together and it just seems, I mean, take that, when I was a kid, bands would split up, uh, would, would get back together after about 20 years. I remember I was into the Monkees and they got back together about 20 years after they split. But now, I mean, take that split up, what, 10 years ago or something like that? 
What about Leonard Skinner? Did they split up? No, they died in a plane crash, didn't they? Well, that's splitting up, then, isn't it? Well, yeah, they, they, they had an enforced splitting up taking <laughs> place. They, they, but so I they don't... could revive all that, haven't they? Well, Sweet Home Alabama. Well, yes, but they're, they're all dead, aren't they? Well, yeah, can we put this, can we, is, is this, we, we can listen, hang on Nick, let's have a listen, I've not heard this, here's the new Take That song, I've got no idea what it's called, I could do a professional talk up here. Told ya, see? Was that face job? Take that in patience. Who's that singing? Not very good, is he? Let's wait for the chorus. The chorus will be the thing that does it. Just Always got the thing that Cher uses, the little... No? That's quite good, that's quite good. That's all, that's all right, as pop songs go. They smoke too many cigarettes, aren't they? Like I can't hear you, Chris. Tell me, enjoying the, the music too much. No, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Uh, that was all right. Well, you're not. You're not. You're not, you're not you're old stuff. Yeah, no, you prefer their old stuff, do you? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, there well, we go, Nick. We got you there. Did you enjoy that, Chris? Loved it. That was all right, wasn't it? I thought that went bad. Patience, isn't it? Patience, isn't it? If I take that, in it. Ben, did you enjoy that? Uh, no. Oh dear. Never was a fan. No, I, well, do you know, I kind of dabbled a little bit. They were around when I was at, I remember, yeah, they were around when I was at college. Mm. Uh, and it was always, you know, a little, you, you, they were all right, actually. I think I may have even had a Take That album at some point. Oh, dear. Yeah, I, yes, I had a Take That, I remember the, I, I had a Take That, Bette Midler and Barry Manilow Ooh. album at the same time. No wonder my grandmother was worried for me. I would be, yeah. Never mind, Ben, what can I do for you? Well, I just want to talk to you about getting barred. Oh, yes, yes, you've been barred from somewhere, have you? I have indeed. Actually, two places, both uh, oh. on the continent. Yes. Um, one was uh, uh, a coffee shop that was uh, not far from my house. Yes. Uh, a friend of mine didn't have the correct money. He had an old banknote. This is back before the euro. Yeah. Uh, so he had a German banknote. They wouldn't accept it, so I took out some guilders, slapped it on the table. This is near Christmas, so I thought, you know, a bit of leniency, goodwill and all that. Yes. Uh, and said, happy King Christmas. Because I was a little bit put out. Okay. Uh, and I got barred. For saying happy bleeping Christmas? Yes. Well, for, 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 my, for my friend, and, you know, I had a little bit of attitude, uh, obviously, because I was yes, a young man. I suspect that there was a little bit more anger than your... You weren't quite as, mm. being as charming as this story would imply. No, indeed, indeed. Possibly yeah. not, but, uh, yeah, he remembered. Oh, what, you tried to go back? Oh, yes. How, so, how soon after? Oh, a couple of months. Oh, right, blimey, okay. Because he had uh, later opening hours, so... Sometimes he was the only option. Yeah, and he and what he so he saw you in there and told you to to get out. Yes, it was a one man shop, so you know as soon as uh, you walk in, out. And where else did you get banned? Um, a German nightclub. Oh, jeez. Uh, I was uh, entertaining myself with a young lady. Mm. Uh, didn't realise that uh, she was actually the uh, ex girlfriend of about a week of the promoter. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the bouncers yes. Uh, came over to me and ejected me from the club. And that was the end of that. Well, no, she actually came out to the car, and uh, I had a, quite a nice evening after all. Oh, Ben, you mucky pup. There we go. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine something. Have you ever been banned from somewhere? Uh, and if so, how the hell do they enforce that? I love this show. All singing and dancing, dancing and singing. Terry. Hello, Ian. Hello, yes. Terry. Talking of being banned, um, I've been banned from a local swimming pool. 
Really? What did you do to warrant that? Well, it was about, um, got some speed bumps there, about 23, 24 years ago, yes. um, and we were just, just having a good time, oh dear, um, just splashing each other, and the, atten- the attendant got splashed somewhat. In the end, they chucked us out, so we just thought, oh, it's near the end now, so we just got out. Hmm. Next thing we knew, a policeman turned up. Oh, really? They called, they called, they called the local Bobby, we couldn't believe it. And in the end, me and my gang, as she said, were banned. But how do they enforce these bannings? Do they have pictures of you on the reception saying, do not let these boys in, they are trouble? Well, I must admit, I, I went back there about four or five years ago with my children. I didn't tell the children I'd technically been banned from this swimming pool. Wow. But it didn't work, I went swimming and had great fun. Good lad, Terry, thank you for that. Chris, did you manage to get hold of Heather Jingles? Uh, no, should we try now? Yeah, can we, quickly. Let's have a go at this, cos, uh... I know that, that, that there's been tense meetings uh, between Heather and Clive Bull, and I, I'm guessing Mr Lloyd, probably Bob was involved, um, <clears throat> about the whole jingle thing on, on Clive's show, which uh, got quite nasty. If you've been listening to Clive's show, it got quite nasty. I, I'm guessing a resolution uh, may have been made. Where the hell is she? Look, she's not answering her phone. Oh, dear. To the reason why I want to... Uh, what, what, what is that noise? What does that noise mean? Hi, this is Chris Lowry. Oh! Out of LBC 97.3. Oh. Uh, not around to take... Head of time, sound. But if you leave a message, I'll ring you back as soon as you can. Hello, uh, Heather Jingles. This is uh, Ian Lee, head of afternoon show on LBC 97.3. Uh, I just wanted to ask you, I know that one of the uh, station uh, motifs, as it were, is the pass it on. Uh, I just wonder where you got it from, because someone sent me this jingle from 1973. I just wondered if you heard this. LBC on 261. Pass it on. Just wondered if you'd stolen it. Thanks, Heather. Suspicious, that, isn't it? That's a fantastic thing. LBC on 261. Pass it on. Yeah. They keep repeating and recycling. That's how it works, God damn it. It's cheating. Uh, okay. It's, it's five o'clock already. I've got a load more stuff we need to talk about. Have we got any correspondence uh, lined up for the 5.38 daily correspondent update? Yes, we have one. Excellent. Okay, we could do with some more. Uh, we'll be having that at 5.38. If you don't know what it is, basically every day at that time, we have an update from one of my team of correspondents. I'm not looking for any more correspondents at the moment. Maybe in the new year we might. And if you want to see the full list of correspondents, uh, it's easily done. If you just visit the, uh, LBC website, which is... The www.lbc.co.uk The www.lbc.co.uk And you can find them there on my page. Chris has got a page there. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, oh, Danny! Hello, Ian. I didn't see you there. Can you wait till after the news? Absolutely. Good lad, thank you. We'll speak to Danny, uh, from the Thorntoneath after the latest LBC 97.3 news. Yes. Oh, Danny, you've been there for a long time, haven't you? That's all right, Ian. I'm just, I'm just cooking while I'm holding, you know? Okay, good lad. I'm making a shepherd's pie, actually, but instead of mash, I'm using smash. Oh, smash is... Uh, I love I'm, a bit of smash. I love it, man. Smash is really, really nice. You get a bit of milk in there, it's lovely. I'm using a bit of milk, a bit of butter, lovely. It's yeah. Really nice. No, no, big, good, good, big fan of smash. Yeah, man, I'll have to, you'll have to pop around for some smash on that. I know. <laughs> oh, God. Ian, I'm ringing up, yeah, you were wrong about the band's thing, because 
Everyone knows that chicks obsess more about bands. This was my statement that, uh, possibly I'm wrong on, uh, that men, I'm going to say men instead of boys and girls, men are, are, are more obsessed with bands, or a band in particular, than women are. Perhaps. I think, I think, what you're trying to say is that bands are a thing that women can grow out of, but men grow into. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, call, the previous caller was right, that, that girls do uh, obsess about boy bands, and they probably obsess about bands before blokes start getting into music. Yeah, I'd say that was fairly But true. I think as we get older, I think men in their sort of 20s and 30s know more minute details about songs, uh, albums, and recording artists than women do. Because women realise that, hey, these things aren't actually that important. I think what happens in general is when women get to a certain age, they, they rely on TV, neighbours, reality television what? to tell them everything about life that they need to know. Well, I don't know if that's true. magazine, yeah. celebrity mags. Whereas men seek to further their knowledge and explore the realms of information. <laughs> that, that, that was a difficult sentence for you to finish, wasn't it? It was, Ian. Yeah, you got a bit lost in the middle there. It was indeed. My, I've, got, I've got a new... Danny, I've got a new policy. I, quite often I say... Sen I start sentences. It happened earlier on. And halfway through it, I think, do you know what? I don't know where this sentence is going. Now, in the old days, I would finish that sentence like you just did there, stumbling and awkward and clumsy. But yeah. now, I just kind of just let the sentence go. If I can't finish the sentence, I'll drop it. Yeah, but the thing is, that's the difference between you and yeah, a talent like yourself and yes. someone like Russell Brand. Russell Brand, mm. you know, the gibbering idiot. I can't believe it, all that he's on TV. I, I didn't see any more of his, uh, his TV show. I saw the second 15 minutes of the first episode, uh, and I've, I've met him, and he's a lovely bloke, uh, and Chris saw him doing some stand-up at the weekend, said he was very, very funny, but the, the show is, was a yeah. mess. Russell Brand's got issues. Yeah. He has got an issue, he shouldn't be on TV. Yeah. I mean, talking about, uh, issues and being on TV, how's your career going, Ian? Because I'm one of your biggest fans, man. Excellent. Uh, so... Uh, I was looking out my window, uh, yesterday, and on the other side of the road, now, because I've got, I've got better than 20-20 vision, there was a, a, a poster, A4 sheet of paper, okay, and it had printing on it, I could read it, from the other side of the road. No, you couldn't. I swear to God, it wasn't just writing like that, it's big, it was big letters, but still I could read it. What font? Uh, it was probably like, um, it was, your, your bog standard aerial, and it would have been, um... About that big, so however, however big that is, that's what sixty two. That's not thirty two. Let's have a little look at the fonts here. Let's try. F oh, it would have been about forty eight. No, it wouldn't have, wouldn't have been forty eight. But bigger than forty eight. Whatever one up is from forty eight. Anyway, so I could I could see I could read it, and I was, I was thinking, what, what's this? Have a look at this. And it was a badly photocopied A four sign. And if you've been in Mus Muswell Hill, you will have seen these, saying uh, accountant, VAT returns, bookkeeping. And then a phone number. So obviously it's someone uh, advertising their accountancy skills. And then I went for a little wander uh, around uh, Muswell Hill, where I live, uh, a little bit later on. And there were these little A4 things posted up absolutely everywhere, just stuck to walls, stuck to trees, stuck over other posters, stuck on bus stops. And it got me, I was thinking, I have an accountant, Roger, he does an excellent job. If I needed an accountant... If I needed my bookkeeping done, if I needed... Did you have some chewing gum, then? Okay. Come on the microphone if you want to talk to me. Uh, if I needed uh, VAT returns done, if I needed bookkeeping done, would I go with someone that advertises on badly photocopied bits of A4 that are stuck on walls? 
Surely I'd get someone recommended, or I'd go to the Yellow Pages. I'd do, or I'd check the internet and find a site that recommended accountants. If this dude is advertising by blue tacking, blue tack. Some of them were. Some were sellotape. Some were blue tack. Blue tacking bits of. Uh, is it true that the post-it note was invented because a guy was trying to invent a super strong glue, and he muffed it up, and he came up with this glue that wasn't that strong. This is why I heard that but the post-it notes. No. The guy, honestly, the guy was trying to invent like the soup, the strongest glue in the world, like super glue five or something, uh, and he muffed it up and he had this really weak paste that wasn't much use. And he's like, oh, "What am I going to do with that?" He put it on a bit of paper and it's like, "Oh, this doesn't stick." Like, I can pick it up. I can stick it again. I can pick it up. I can stick it again. I can pick it up. I can't stick it again because I've run out of sticky. But that's four sticks. I'm going to call it post-it notes, and people can put them on their computers. Apparently, that's true. Anyway. Uh, what, what, the point I was trying to make, I've gone off on a tangent now, I apologise for that, is would you use a, a, a service like Accountant or something like that that advertised by sticking posters up on a wall? 0870 We got there in the end, and that's the important thing. William! Oh, I love this show. All singing oh, and dancing, dancing and singing. He's back, he's back hey, in hey. business. Hello, young man, how are you? I'm alright, old man. Old man, you got that right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, old man. Uh, well, I'm not much older. You're only 33, you in? Yeah, how old are you? Uh, 44, mate. Well, then you're a lot older than me. You're 11 years ah, older than me. As young as what you feel, mate. When you were 22, you were twice my age. Boy, don't start all that. There we go. Now, what do you want? You're talking about boy bands and all that kind of stuff, eh? Yes. And you think that men seem to like one group? Men like, uh, God, this is, why is this being so hard to explain? Yes, men like one group more than women do. Yeah, I suppose so. I'm only into one person and they've been for the last, uh, 30 years. And, uh, uh, let me guess, it's gonna be Cliff Richards. No, most certainly not. He's not British. Freddie Mercury. No, I said he's not British. Well, neither is Freddie Mercury. I don't think. He was South African, wasn't he? He was Zimbabwean or something. Anyway. He's still alive. He's still alive. Bob Dylan. No. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. You're going to trouble with this one, I know you are. Uh, he's American, is he? No, he's French. He's a French... Oh, um... Serge Gainsbourg. No. Um... A Frenchman? Yes. Oh, blimey. I knew I'd get you. A Frenchman? Yeah, he uh, was married to a very famous, which he was in the 70s, film star. I've got no idea. you got no idea? Jean-Michel Chard. Hey! 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 I, I must admit, Helen, uh, behind the glass, told me that in my ear. I can't yeah. take credit for that. Uh, well, it, he's... Well, He's, 30 years he's been going. Yeah, and 30 years he's been making that awful... I've got to go, Williams, thank you. Making that awful racket with his crazy light keyboards. If you could create your own work... Oh, look, someone has sent in... Um... How, um... Post-it notes were invented. And yes, the story I told you is correct. So, there we go. A man called Spencer Silver invented them. Uh, and Mike Nesmith, mum invented Tipex. Uh, 0870909973. Well, let's have a, have a little quick recap of what we've had so far today. We found out that, um, cauliflower cheese isn't really proper to have with a roast dinner, although some of you freaks do it. Uh, Mertxe is how you pronounce that name, M-E-R-T-X-E. Walking away from the till is really odd, uh, and generally, blokes obsess about bands more than women do. Uh, that's where we are so far. Samantha! Hello, Ian. How are you today? I'm excellent. You're very hyper-hyper. I, I'm in, uh, well, I'm in a good mood today, although it's Monday. Why are you in a good mood? I'm 
through. I just, I'm just having a really, really good day. Got uh, loads of work done and thought I'd leave work early and, uh, yeah, enjoying your show today. Thank That's you. Hey, I- I'm in quite a good mood because after the show tonight, I've got to type up my blog, which we, uh, I will put on the uh, website, uh, which of course is... www.lbc.co.uk. <laughs> uh, and then I've got a meeting that I have to go to after work and that'll be finished by nine. And then I'm going to go home. I haven't got to be up tomorrow morning. I'm going to go home, cook myself some dinner and play computer games until midnight. Fantastic. I've rediscovered Mahjong. Oh. Chinese tiling game. I've seen the the gentleman play that. It looks very complicated. It's great fun. It is complicated, but it is good fun. Is it like dominoes? No. Oh. No, it's not like dominoes. You have to try and match up pairs of tiles. But uh, they're all face up, but there are some that you can't, can take out and some that you can't. Because I went through about six years, four, no, about four years ago, I went through a really big dominoes phase when I was on, I was on Yahoo playing dominoes all the time. And I had domino sets and I just got really into it. I, I never really, dominoes really didn't, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I've just seen too many, like, old guys playing it in corners of pubs. It never really got to me. Oh, it's, yeah, it's good. But Tetris, Mahjong, I, I'm not, I'm really not into Sudoku, I just can't understand it. I, I, I genuinely can't understand Sudoku. I had a go at it once, and I couldn't work out, I couldn't, I knew, no. I know the premise of it, but I just didn't, I didn't understand how to do it, and I couldn't see what pleasure you could derive from doing Sudoku. No, absolutely none. And my, my other half has actually taken the time to work out a, a, an Excel spreadsheet on how to cheat at Sudoku. Cheating at Sudoku? <laughs> I tell you what, I saw they were selling. Uh, they were selling it in a petrol station. So I'm guessing these have been around for ages. Electronic Sudoku machines. Oh please! So it's like it's like, it's like a. Well, it's like a little, a little, you know, space invaders thing. But it's, yeah, but it's Sudoku, yeah. and you just, it's like, well, for God's sake, read a oh, book, no. you know. Yeah, yeah, just go buy a book or something, or don't go do it in a newspaper or something. Yeah, I don't yes. understand it. Anywho, the reason I phoned, and, yes. and I, I know you're not taking on, on any, um, you know, correspondence, but I think I could be an anorak correspondent. A boring story about the post-it note things. Yes. Which was, um, this guy used to work for 3M, and oh, who yes. made adhesives. Yes, this is, yes, go on. And he was talking to the secretaries who got really, really fed up with bits of paper flying off of pages, of p- losing paper clips and, you know, trying to stick them onto bits of paper. And they were getting really, really frustrated with not having anything that they could actually stick uh, onto a bit of paper yes. that they could then write notes on that they could then peel off. Yes. But hang on, why, would you, why would you need, before the post were invented, why would you need to be able to write a note and, and stick it on and peel it off? Well, I mean, I, I used to be a secretary for years. Before I joined the BBC, I was yeah. a secretary for, oh. for many, many years. And if you want to write a confidential note to somebody, and you know it's a letter that you're going to then fax off to someone, and you want to write, this bleep guy is really annoying me, just yes. get rid of him. Yes. You then want to actually get rid of that before you fax yes. the, the letter off. And if you stick it on a, on, a, on a bit of paper with a paper clip, the paper clip may come away, or it rips the paper, or anything like that. So you want something that is actually not going to harm the letter that you then want to fax off to some bleeping guy that you that's really annoying you. Yes. And this was the thing. They had this failure of a glue yes. that he then thought, ah, oh, you know what, I know how this can be best for you. Uh, now, so basically... And 3M that... then turned him down, so he went on to develop it mm. himself, and it became a success. Oh, well, I've got a similar story, but it involves a, a church choir, but it's a, it's a similar thing... <laughs> Well, you laugh. I don't really want to know. No, okay. But, yeah, so, uh, basically, basically, I was right, is what you're saying. You were right, but it was the background of the story that that needed... And I actually know that because uh, I actually work with a guy who's a bit of an entrepreneur, and he knows the guy personally. And is the guy... uh, Please tell me the guy who invented Post-it Notes is now a millionaire. 
Pretty close. Oh, well, that'll do. Samantha, thank you for that. It's good to know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Vicky! Hello. Hello, Vicky. How are you? I'm all right. Yes, I'm all right. You get a lie-in tomorrow. Cheer up. I'm, 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 no, I'm looking forward... The thing is, I, I, I woke up at seven. I got to sleep at half two last night. I woke up at seven. Ooh. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to get up. And I'm, I'm very, very tired. But, yes, the plan is tonight uh, is to eat food and play uh, Rainbow Six on my Xbox. Yeah, that's right. Ooh. That that's sounds right. like a good evening spent. It's going to be great. Mmm. Pizza. It. No, I'm not going to have pizza, because I've eaten um, rubbish all weekend. I had Chinese food on Saturday, which is was delicious. The best Chinese in the world. But it's very, very bad for you. Yes, it's very bad. Uh, then I had, like, a fry-up on Sunday. Mm. Um, and I had some... Uh, some... What was your fry-up consisted What did the fry-up consist of? Oh, some very nice mushrooms, uh, some toes. Well, I'll tell you what it consisted of, actually. It said, uh, chunky chips. Like, chunky chips you get with yeah. this. It's like in, like, a slightly poncy cafe, so it wasn't a proper fry. Oh, I was gonna say, didn't you go to a greasy spoon? Chun- That's the bet where they have the best ones. They have the best ones, but this was chunky chips. And guess how many you got? At three. Two. What? Two. That's ridiculous. Two. Oh, my God. Two. And how much did you pay for these two chips? A thousand pounds. I bet you did. Well, I don't know, but it was... Yeah. Uh, that's terrible. That's a rip-off. <laughs> Helen, sorry, I don't, with, with Chris's absence, I don't know what my out time is. If you could possibly... 27.20, thank you. It's just, just the time I have to go to the ads, Vicky. And I just, Chris, oh. Chris has bunked off to make tea and chocolate. I have a point to my call. Every time I <clears> ring, <throat> I don't get my point out now. Can you believe this guy was advertising his uh, bookkeeping accountancy skills on badly photocopied uh, bits of uh, A4 paper stuck up all around North London? Why would anyone entrust this person? I'm sure he's, you know, fine, but it, I would not want to make that phone call and say, yeah, look, I've got, I, I'm, I need an accountant. Could you do it for me? Well, maybe he's just frugal and he keeps his costs down. Uh, yeah, may- maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking of an alternative is, argument. Is, is there any, anybody, I mean, you see these, these, uh, things... You know, posters stuck up, um, you know, get your doors stripped, uh, earn extra income, mm. uh, all these things. Does anyone ever actually phone these people up and uh, take them up on their offer? You know, just, you're driving on the long, 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 oh, hello, Chris. Hello. Did you get chocolate? Yeah. What, why is it, why is it in your pocket, mate? Uh, well, I had to... That means it's been t- close to your ding-dang. <laughs> well, there's trousers there. This is, this is chunky. You are chunky. Yeah, Kit Kat chunky, but, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Deary me. War over chocolate. Yeah, but, th- th- you know, why would, uh... Oh, he brought me a lovely cup of, uh, chamomile tea. Oh, to calm your nerves. Mm. Yeah. I don't need any calming anymore, because I'm falling asleep here. I feel a bit like that. I'm going to have a bit of it's... a nap, I think. Look how dark it is outside. It's night time. Yeah, it's nearly my birthday. Oh, God almighty. Yeah. When's it, when do the, uh... The... Next weekend. Okay, good. Right, mm-hmm. uh, yes, Vicky, what do you want? Yeah, right, um, being banned from something or something. Oh, 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 yes. Yeah, I got banned from Digital Spy for slagging off Steve Allen. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> this is, for those who don't know, it's some weird internet thing, and they they don't like me, and they love Steve Allen, Yeah, basically. they hate me as well, because I went oh, and, listen, and those... said nice things. Those guys have called me all, all kinds of names under the sun, and they'll they'll be posting that we're talking about it yeah. now. And Did we send them our love? No, d- don't get involved <laughs> with it. I met one of the guys off there. I met a guy called Radamphi, who was very, very sweet and very I've nice. I've heard, I've spoken to him, and he was one of the more pleasant ones. He was very nice. But I can just... name four of them that are wrong. No, don't, don't stir <laughs> them up. Vicky, thank you for that. Don't stir those guys up, for goodness sakes. Um, oh, blimey, look, it's time to do this, isn't it? If you've just missed... So, on Friday night... <clears throat> That was what I did Friday night, and you I did something on Friday night. 
I watched 10 Rillington Place with, um, with Richard Attenborough. Not with him, he didn't come around and watch it with me. That would be insane, although it would be quite exciting. Uh, but it was, uh, what a fantastic film. If you haven't seen that, re- once you get past John Hurt's really dodgy, uh, abysmal Welsh accent, uh, the, board- the borderline offensive because it's so bad, it's just a genius. Breathe deeply. That's right, my love. Breathe deeply. Uh, horrific. Uh, anyway, I don't know why I mentioned that. I just well, did it to fill some time, to be honest. 0870 The 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update after the news. Yes, really uh, having an exciting uh, show today. Correct. Absolutely correct. I'm sh- so the reason I was laughing is that Chris uh, has opened up an eBay account the other day and he was selling something on there. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to mention what it was. Uh, he never sold anything on eBay before. He's opened up an eBay account, put this product on the eBay, uh, and set up a PayPal account. Then about halfway through, when no one had bid, he started bottling it, going, oh, I, oh, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. So he closed down the PayPal account, tried to close the eBay account, and they said, well, you can close it, but you've got to wait until this sale has finished. And then on Thursday or Friday, we were giving stuff away on the show. And, uh, with the press-ups, when we were doing the press-ups, that was it. Uh, and Chris wanted to give away this product that he had on eBay. He denies this, and it's, ge- I'm genuinely angry that you're denying this, because it's, you know this is true. Uh, he wanted to give it away, and I said, well, no, don't give it away, just in case, if it does sell on eBay, you're contractually obliged to sell it, so you'll have to go and buy another one and sell it. Anyway, the thing is sold for a fiver, plus the fiver postage and packing, so that's a few quid, nice one. Uh, and that's why I was laughing, and he hasn't got a PayPal account, a PayPal account now, and it's, um... Boring story. Who's uh, first out of these two? Conrad! Ian, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, about this thing about unbanned. I think it's the case that with women... Oh, yes, uh, this is men being more into bands than women are. Well, what it is, I think women fantasise more. Right. And therefore they live in a unrealistic world. And therefore, like, they, they're more into boy bands, whereas... Boys and men yeah. are more into groups that have talent. Like, so you'd be like looking at the guitarist, the drummer. Yeah, hang on a minute though. I, I'm going to k- pick you up on that. You think that women fantasise more? I think you're wrong. No, what? because if, no, if you think about it, women will put posters up in their bed and they'd be thinking, "I'm going to marry him." Yeah. Whereas men, like you take something like the Pussycat Dolls, men know at the end of the day, there's no way hell on earth that they're having their babies. The thing about the Spice Girls was, this is why the Spice Girls were so big, because girls wanted to be them, and they, none of the Spice Girls were stunning, they were all, all right, and so blokes thought they genuinely stood a chance with them. Well, that's why they used to say, like, it was, you could have one on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, then rest on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, you go, yeah, but, but you wouldn't touch Posh Spice with a stick. <laughs> uh, but, 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 no, I think you're wrong, I spent, I con- my entire existence, comrade, yeah. is spent... Uh, in a fantasy world where I'm a rock star or I'm someone in... You know, I don't live in the real world for one second. You know, tonight, uh-huh. I'm going to play Rainbow Six for four hours on the Xbox where I'm a, a, a soldier running around with a gun shooting terrorists. Okay. My whole existence is pure fantasy because my life, comrade, is meaningless, it's dull, and it's empty. Don't say that. Your life's not empty. I, it, oh, my goodness, if only you knew. Comrade, thank you for that. Someone who hasn't got an empty life may have an empty head. It's Francis. Empty. Your life isn't empty. You're full of all these listeners listening to you and loving your show and loving yes. you to bits. But after at, at six thirty, when the uh, red light goes off and the microphone is <laughs> is dipped down, Francis, I'm alone. No, you're not. No, you're not. Okay. 
Definitely not. Well, yeah, I am. But anyway, what what would you like today? Uh, boy you... bands, just first. I think um, boy bands are... It is a sort of a men's thing, isn't it? What? Girl, girls just um, rave after um, young boy bands. Right. Um, have you been wa- have you been watching Totally Boy Band? No, I haven't. Oh, it's fan many years ago. <laughs> no, no, it's only it's on now. It's fantastic. It's where they've put together uh, a boy band, and it's got a new kid on the block. It's got a nine one one. It's got an S Club Seven, and it's got right. another level. I must tune in. Oh, it's Sorry. genius! They are as thick as a wall. These boys. Uh, Russell Brand. Someone mentioned Russell Brand, and he's got issues. I think he's great. All right, dear. I'm going to see him soon. I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> um, I think he really redeemed himself. Redeemed uh, himself. Yeah. Well, he had his issues, didn't he? He was a he's a, was a drug addict. Yeah. Uh, yes, and he's turned his life around, and yeah. he's really made himself. With, uh, you um, have to you have to respect that and salute that. That's that's, that's indeed great. fantastic. Uh, and I've met him once, and he was a, a, a very very nice lad. Yeah, very nice okay. lad. But uh, I just, uh, the, the, I mean, I, the bit of his show I saw was just a shambles, I thought. Yeah, there, there can be times when he comes out with things and you think, ooh, that's a bit below the belt. Yes. <laughs> but he can get away with But he likes below the belt, doesn't he? He does, I in, think. In more yeah. ways than one. He should get a haircut. Ah, uh, no, it wouldn't suit him. It suits him, that crow's nest. It suits him, that horrible mess on the yes. top of his head. Are you sure? Yes, because he's sort of, um... Um, um, he's different. He's dandy, but he's different. He's da- dandy, but he's different. It's 5.38. It's time for the daily 5.38 daily correspondent update. Brought to you every day. Daily. This is Matt from the Heathrow, the carp fishing and UFC correspondent, and I've got some hot, hot news from this weekend's UFC 64. The reintroduced lightweight 155-pound weight division has found its new champion. Sean, the muscle shark shirk, took on Kenny Florian, who shot to fame in the Ultimate Fighter reality show. Despite covering a canvas in what seemed like pints of blood, all rounds, Sean Shirk won on a unanimous decision over five rounds and won the belt for the first time. As Cajuns Dundinium is saved in his longest South Uber veteran correspondent and a lover of Anna Raven. And the world's longest calculator word is not boobless. Um, if you've got a calculator around, try putting this number in. 531771877714. Flip it round and it should say Hill, um, Hillbilly. All 11 letters of it. And Ian, um, yeah, you still haven't done Agent Chris's um, word feature. Um, if you can say flash three times without stumbling, I will um, salute him. Good day to all. What a nice young fellow uh, that was. Claire! Hello. Hello, Claire. Lovely to finally speak to you. It's lovely to finally speak to you. I've been listening for a while now. Why have you decided to call today, of all days? I've been trying for about a week, and I keep putting the phone down. Oh, hang on, so you, for, for a week you've been dialing and then when it, letting yeah. it ring and putting the phone down? I get down. to the seven and I can't do the three. Why? I'm just so nervous. Oh, bless you. Well, no. you're, you're on now and it's yes. crazy. Mad! I'm phoning about uh, getting barred from fancy dress shops. Oh, you got well. We weren't specifically talking about fancy dress shops, but we've been asking: Have you ever been banned from somewhere? Yeah. Turns out most of my listeners are, are good people and have not done things to warrant being banned. But you were banned from a fancy dress <laughs> shop. What did you do? Yeah. Well, I went there with a friend because she wanted a nurse's outfit. Oh, what for a party? Um, yes, private party with somebody. 
with, with a private party with one other uh, person. Yes. Right. Yes. So I said I would go with her. You wouldn't get that from a fancy dress shop, though, because no, you no. They, those things go back. You have to buy those from those um, mucky shops on the high street. You should have gone there. Yeah, I anyway, OK. I want to hire one. Yes. Mm. So we tried on a few outfits, and it turned out that we were there for three hours. What? And uh, we were just taking photos of ourselves, um, and he told us to go because we weren't going to hire anything. So you, you were there for three hours? No. So this is what girls... Girls can do this. Girls can derive pleasure... From trying clothes on. It's fun. Whereas, whereas blokes, if I can go into a shop and uh, if I need to get clothes, I'll find what I find. And if I don't need to try it on, I won't. I'll just buy it and take it home and hopefully it'll fit. Fingers crossed, touch wood. But I, I derive no pleasure from putting clothes on, stepping out and going, does this look all right? Do, it's does... fancy dress. Oh, God. It's so what were, you, fun, what, isn't it? what were you dressing up in? Um, I was Ali G. Oh, dear um, God. Uh, a policewoman. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And we took a lot of photos. Yes. I don't know why. And, and, so and after three hours, he booted you out and said, don't come yeah. back. And we didn't get the nurse's outfit. No. Oh. But we came out with some good photos. Well, uh, maybe one day I'll get to see those photos. Yeah. It will be a dream come true. Good. Well done for calling. Thank you. Good work. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. No one's called up to say, uh, yes, Ian, I would, um... Uh, use uh, an accountant who advertised by putting uh, posters, A4 posters, uh, on walls around North London. It seems an odd way to do it. I saw this th- this weekend. The whole of Muswell Hill was littered with these really badly photocopied things, and you're thinking, this man can't even work a printing machine properly. He's advertising uh, his skills as an accountant and bookkeeping. I wouldn't entrust any of my important financial documents with a man... Uh, who works like that? But I could be wrong. Hey, if you've used this chap, uh, and if he's any good, then 0870-9090-973. Or if you have responded to any other sort of homemade adverts and posters that have been stuck up on lampposts and whatever, uh, and maybe they've been fantastic, maybe they've been absolutely bobbins. Give us a call. Uh, more of your calls after some of this. Looking to buy a... Mm, let's go with uh, Louisa. Hello, Ian. Hello, Louisa. Hello. I'm still trying to conquer my fear in talking to you. Still well, shaking. Well, does it, do, uh, do you phone any other shows up? Yeah, I, well, um, uh, Clive. And do you shake when you talk to Clive? No. Oh, well, that's odd. Yes, it's very odd. Um, yeah, I think you're just a bit frightening. But I don't know in why. A, in a good way. Yeah, I don't know why I'm frightening, because I'm quite nice. I'm nicer than people think. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, no, you are, I have not, I've you not are. had a go at anyone today. I've, I've cut hardly anybody off. I've been very <laughs> friendly and open and warm. I'm impressed. There I'm impressed. I, I only get to hear you from about half five to six weekdays, because sadly I've got to work, and oh. they, they won't let us listen to the radio. Really? But I do listen to you on Sundays, and you can get a bit animated. Oh, well, Sunday night's <laughs> a different night. The Sunday night yeah. show is, is, is just mental, people, and it's yeah. hard not to lose my temper doing that, because Completely it's different, but just fruitcakes. Very, very quickly, yes. I got banned from a gym uh-huh. for, well, the, the grounds were, um, I was causing trouble. What trouble were you causing in a gym? <laughs> well, it was a it was a ladies only gym. Oh yeah. So are they um, allowed to do that these days? That's got to be wrong. It's got to be sex discrimination. <laughs> well, look, she's whole, a, she's the in whole the setup was wrong. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, it was. No, I definitely wouldn't recommend a single sex gym now. No, def- definitely go for. So what did, what trouble were you causing? What did you do that was so bad? 
Well, no, it, it, and it, it's not actually as exciting as it sounds, but they, they banned me from misbehaving and they turfed me out. Um, but you've not told me what you've done, yo. I, I, no, I didn't do anything. They, they were in the wrong. Right. They, they were promoting a service that didn't exist. Right. Um, it was meant to be an exclusive only gym. It was meant to be this, that, and the other. Yeah. It was meant to be ceiling capped at three or four hundred. It was a very small gym. Right. It was meant to be ceiling capped at three or four hundred people. Um, and it was, I was membership something one thousand or something, you know. But maybe people had died <laughs> before. Maybe, you know, the, the what, people were had... waiting to use the equipment because you were allowed ten minutes on the treadmill and what? then you turfed off. It was bizarre. The whole thing was... Ten minutes on the treadmill, then you got kicked off? You got turfed off. There was somebody standing there with a clipboard. You were having a laugh. No, no, very serious. Oh, blimey. Anyhow, there was people falling off equipment, and there was a huge health and safety, no air conditioning. The whole thing was a complete shambles. Yeah. And I got together with um, a number of ladies. Yes. And because I was seen as the ring... The ringleader. Yeah. I got banned. Fantastic. Causing trouble. Good. But I did take them to court, and after two years, we won, and we got the place shut down. <laughs> well, blimey! All right, did, so what, don't the, mess with me. Jeez, no, <laughs> and you're nervous of phoning uh, me. Exactly. I'm scared of talking to you now. Exactly. Did you? Did, Anyhow, did, how much money did you make out of this? Um. Well, we got we. Uh, we, we got involved with trading standards yeah. because we had all the promotional literature that was you know, said it was yeah. going to be this, that and the other. And, of course, it was nothing of the sort. Yeah. Um, and we, we made quite a bit of a trade in standards. We got our membership, obviously, fully refunded because we had to pay up front. But you didn't get, like, 25 grand compensation or anything no, ridiculous sadly, like that? No, sadly not, mm. no. But, but, but the satisfaction was getting in the papers and, and getting him shut down. Louisa, thank you very much for that. That's quite exciting. Ten minutes on the treadmill? You barely... I mean, I can't do much more than, you know, 25 minutes on a treadmill, but you... Uh, insane. Linda! Hello? Hello, Linda. Hello? 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 Oh, God. Hello? Hello? Linda? Yes? That's you? Yes. Hello? Yeah. You're on the radio. Right. Hello? Yes, sorry. I want to know what to do with a lot of money. Give it to me. Oh. Does that answer the question? How do I do that? You can send me a cheque. Oh, um, but I've got to go to the bank and get it. Okay, well, if it's a cheque, you can just send it to me. How much, why have you got a lot of money, Linda? How much is it, and why are you looking to get rid of it? Um, because I'm going to go to prison and I'm going to die. Oh, dear God almighty. Um, well, if that really is the case, Linda, then give it uh, to me, or give it to a charity, or just go nuts before you go inside and spend it all on crazy stuff. Well, I'd like to, um... The telephone people have helped me, and the television people have helped. Lovely. Well, give give them a few quid. Buy them a few bottles of scotch. Um, buy yourself some nice things, and uh, just I don't know, have a booze up or something before you go to prison. And I'd like to die. go to Brighton to have a cup of tea. Um, excellent. Well, I, I suggest you do that, and I suggest we uh, move on. Yes. Um, I think this music sums that up. 
Yes. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. It's Tony after this. Ode to boobs by. Hey. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. hang on a second. Do we have a montage today? Did you? Did you? Okay, I'm just getting some facts and figures, Tony. Fifty-eight. Oh, no, thank no. you. Uh, yes, Tony. What can I do for you? Please tell me you're not uh, going to go to prison and die. No, that last woman was mental. Uh, well, po- she, she, uh, possibly. She was possibly not particularly well. Anyway, Tony. Yeah, getting barred. I got barred from a swimming pool in Kent for pushing an attendant in. There was about ten of us. Yes. And we'd all decided to uh, single out this one attendant who was being too strict because we were playing... Uh, were, were you, were you uh, b- bombing and heavy petting? Um, not at the same time, no. No, no, no. What happened... Uh, she, she kept singling us out because we were playing, uh, had, you know, like... Oh, and you call it had. Well done. Yeah. I, I call it had. Most people call it he. Or it. Or tag. Had is the best thing, isn't it? Yeah, had. Had, had, had. Well done. Good work. Well, I'm on your side instantly, then. So, uh, she was singling us out, so we decided that someone was going to push her in, and I started hanging about with, uh, these... Well, they're still my mates now, to be honest. Oh, God. We just left school, trying to impress all the boys. I was yes. only 16. Yes. And, uh, we decided to push her in, but yeah. all that was said was whoever ends up behind her, because we, we, um, we grasped on someone that had, you know, you used to have coloured bands, didn't you, for your time, and once you... Oh, yeah, you right. did, yes, I do remember that. So, we was, we was pointing him out, pretending we was grasping him up, saying, look, he shouldn't be in here, he's got a green band, his time's up. And as she yes. leaned over, I realised I was the only one behind her. Yeah, so to I, go for it. I put my hand on her back and gave her a shove that wouldn't have even moved her because she was about 20 stone. Yeah. And someone came up behind me and yes. pushed me and we both went in. And they called the police. Oh, dear God. Tony, I've got to make a move, but thank you for that. I threw a woman into a swimming pool once and I'm, you know, I'm still to this day, I'm ashamed of it. Horrible drunken thing to do. Uh, OK, if you missed the show, it sounded like this. I remember this, I, I had to take that. Bette Midler and Barry Manilow album at the same time. No wonder my grandmother was worried for me. Uh, why don't you start a campaign to be the number one, just like, uh... Oh, uh, that Capital Radio guy done it. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Johnny uh, Morgan. The, um, I'm disappointed in you. You're such an intelligent man, yes, yes. And you're very wrong. Bramley Road. Thirteen Bramley Road, London. W10 6SP. Yeah. There we go. That's good. Oh, so that there we go. I'll do the pace you can take down. Ian Lee. Second floor. I've written this for you. Have a um, happy hours. I mean, in the little brochure when I put it. I'm sorry I didn't have your picture, but no. LBC 97.3. Having mm. said that, um, it says, have a happy hours, fun and friendship with Ainley and Karen Chris, Chris, um, the oh. agent team, broadcasting oh. team. And if the things are impossible, please join the possibility. Wow. We, they've all come out today. It's Mental Monday, London. They've all come out of the woodwork today, haven't they? Hell's teeth. That was excellent. Thank you very much, that Helen. That was, uh, was very, very funny. Uh, OK, last 30 minutes of the show. Triple M, uh, you either hate this bit or you love it. I'm guessing a lot of radio's being switched off now. It's t- time to make the tea. Uh, or maybe one or two radios are actually being switched on, because some people think this is, uh, brilliant. Basically, for the next 30 minutes you get to call up. You don't speak to Chris now. You just come straight to air. I'll explain the rules... Uh, after the latest news. The phone number, though, if you want to uh, get your place in the queue, 0870 Calls going straight to air after the latest LBC 97.3 news. Yes, we're looking at the website that someone set up, lbccommunity.co.uk. It's very, very interesting. May I recommend you pop along and have a look. 
Uh, okay, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Calls going straight to air. Triple M, mixed mental mayhem. Uh, a few things. You can come on and do whatever you want between now and six thirty. Okay, anything you want. You can talk about stuff we talked about in the show. You can talk about Madonna adopting a kid from Africa. You can do whatever you want. Play bits of audio. The only things you can't do are you can't be libelous, uh, and you can't swear. Uh, and I have the ability, I've got, we've got a seven second delay system here. So what, I hear stuff, seven seconds before it goes on the radio. So if you do do stuff like that, I can dump it and you, uh, it won't get broadcast. Stuff like that. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. Yes, um, is this the right number? Is this the Ian Lee podcast service? Yes, it is. It is. Oh, excellent, Ian. Um, I'm ringing up for the uh, Mystery Voice competition, Ian. Excellent stuff. You'd like to have a go at the Mystery Voice competition? Yes, please, Ian. Okay. Now, are you sure? Because the no one has got this for the last three months, so the pot really has now risen to something quite stupendous. I think I have the answer, Ian, but I'll give it a go, yes. Okay, well, let us just get this queued up. Who do you think this is? I'm Tommy Boyd. Would you like yeah, to hear it again? I think I know the answer, but, but could you play it again, please? Yes. I'm Tommy Boyd. Who do you think that is? Ian, is that... is that former South African president, P.W. Boater? Papa I'm afraid oh. you got it wrong. Good effort. Do try again. 0870-9090-973. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. What's happened to Dr. Khan? Uh, he stopped calling in for some reason. Maybe he got struck off. Ah, uh, because my knuckles don't work, so I just want to... Ask him. Well, Dr. Khan, if you're listening, I'm sure he didn't get struck off. He's an excellent doctor. Dr. Khan, if you're listening, uh, this young chap's knuckles don't work. Can you possibly help? No, I don't know. He used to call in a lot, then he kind of stopped, didn't he? Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Wagwan, Virgin. Yes, Wagwan. Wagwan, are you cool? Yeah, very cool. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. Hi, I know you don't really do dilemmas, but I've got one, and I wonder if you help. Okay. Um, I'm in a band, okay, currently nameless, um, really funky, quite surrealistic, sort of avant-garde stuff. Yes. However, our singer is into a bit too much Bob Marley, if you know oh, what I'm saying. yes. He's kind of loving the Cypress Hill a bit too much. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yes. How do I curb his, uh, enthusiasm for the, uh, for the, uh, the green-eyed monster, if you know what I'm saying? Uh, sack him and get somebody else. Next! Hello, Ian. Oh, it's Graham. How are you today? I'm very well. Hey, have you heard this? You know that the LBC kind of motto is pass it on. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Uh, Heather Jingles came up with this about six months ago. It was a big thing. Oh, I've come up with this new thing. We're going to use this. Very original, I, I hear it. Very original. Well, listen to this trailer that I think Sean sent me. This is from 1973. LBC on 261. Pass it on. Interesting. Uh, strangely familiar, though. Strangely familiar. A couple of points, Ed. Yes, Graham. C- cauliflower and cheese. Yes. On roast. Yes. You say, mad, cauli- you say cauliflower and cheese. That's what the Americans call it. Uh, I spent some time in America in the 60s, Oh, okay, yes. They, they, seriously, they call cauliflower cheese cauliflower and cheese. It's insane. It is insane, but I heard it today on the wireless, day, you know? I was listening to the show. Yes. Today, I listened to the whole thing today. Oh, right, well done. You know? I was physically sick, Ian. Oh, God. So, uh, you know, it, it caused me to, um, to miss a very important appointment, uh, uh, um, about 300 pounds, Ian. What, you, you, you've been mentioning my MySpace page that I owe you 300 pounds. I don't owe you anything. Uh, uh, it turned up today and you weren't in, Ian. Well, I don't, I don't owe you, well, first of all, you don't know where I live. Secondly, I don't Actually, owe I don't you. I don't know where you live, Ian. I don't owe you 300 pounds. It's 
310 in, but I was, I was willing to let that off, the 10 pounds. But why, why do I owe you this money? You know why, I'm not going to say on the radio, Ian. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go there, Ian, but it's, it's okay, it's all been taken in hand. Get, get down, Bill. Sorry. Oh, no, oh, no. hang on a minute. What? You've, you've got my cat there? I may have your cat here, eh? Was, did you see the message I left you on your MySpace page? I did, Ian, and the thanks for that. It was, uh, you know, it, it showed the, um, the, the extent of your witty. Yeah, it was very, very witty. Very witty. Uh, made me laugh, anyway. Line two, you're on the wireless. Listen, I can't believe no-one's picked up on this yet. Yes. You know, you know I've got old, you know, we, we, we respect you professionally, we think you're an excellent uh, Thank you. radio host and all of that, yeah? But? But, like, why did you spend, well, first of all, you bought a scented candle, and then you spent 18 quid on it. I'm Tommy Boyd. Yes. That's just too much. It's you nice, need, though. You need it... to do something to reverse that. It's a nice smell. No way, man. Sorry, I can't hardly speak at the moment. But yeah, I know. What's what's happened to you? Have you had your teeth removed or something? Oh, man, I've got some flu thing. Some flu thing. Big girl's blouse. You need to do something badly to reverse this eighteen pounds spent. Otherwise, everything's finished. Line five, you're in the wireless. Hi, hi, uh, my name's yeah. SJ, uh, I need your help, sir. Um, yes. I fear Mike Mendoza, and I know he you're fears you, that. I wonder if you can help me Seriously, out. Seriously, man, I'm gonna cut you off. Tell me, tell me, do you fear me? I found it today. What do you do with them? Well, I'm gonna play them on Sunday. I uh, basically, I- I- found them? I cleared out all my- I've got my- uh, my email uh, box was up to 70% of capacity. And I cleared out everything in my email, so I'm down to zero, and I found loads of MP3s and clips that people had sent in that I hadn't got around to even listening to. Listen, anyway, you don't- you're- you, you- you're trying to interrupt my pattern and get me away from this. Well, no, I can easily get you away from it by pressing that button there. Line nine, you're on the wireless. <laughs> Heather Jingles has been totally outed on this. There's going to be blood on uh, on the dance floor. Not literally blood. That's a horrible threat. Uh, and uh, if, listen to Clyde Ball tonight uh, at eight o'clock, eight or twelve, because there there was the big meeting today between. Uh, I guess David Lloyd was there. Uh, Heather Jingles would have been there, uh, and Clive probably Bob as well to discuss and finally sort out. Uh, the whole jingle situation. So that will be resolved, I'm, I'm guessing, tonight. I could be totally wrong. Uh, I don't know. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hey, Ian, it's Leon. Yes. How you doing? I got cut off earlier. Has Chris gone home yet? Yeah, Chris has gone. Because you wanted to know how I knew about you liking Anastasia. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You're on YouTube, man. Um, what? Chris has just rushed back in. Chris, what happened there? Uh, oh... We're coming up to a break. We haven't got time. I know. I'm on YouTube because my weakest link, link thing is on YouTube, and a couple of a couple of celebrity soups are on YouTube and stuff like that. But what's he talking about there? I don't know. He's he's rambling, isn't he? I feel it's strange. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Yeah, you know what? That's the East Bank. Yes. Oh God. Uh, yes, line three. Knickers and knockers and big wobbly boobs. Yes. Okay. That's. Um... <laughs> Oh, well, can we have a breather for a moment, please, Mum? Uh, 0870 We'll take more of your calls straight to air, uh, after some ads, the news, the travel, some ads. Meet careful Kev. A penny saved. And three, you're on the wireless. Yes, the text a bit oystery, and then... Mysterious, huh? 
Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. Three minutes of Pitterfield with baseball moves. In playoff action, the Mets came back to make it two games all in the seven-game series, beating the Cardinals 12-5. It means at least the Mets will get back to New York. And finally, a special mention to the Tennessee Lady Bowls softball team. More news soon. Pass, Pass it on. Thanks very much. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Yeah, hello? Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, I'd like you to listen to some music, yeah? I can't hear it. Yeah, hello? Yes. Yeah, okay. I still can't hear it. Okay, you'll hear it now. Yeah, very nice. Line seven, you're oh, no, you're not. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Yes, bro. Hey, Rab. How's it going, son? Are you on speakerphone? Would you sound again? Yes. No, I'm not doing. Uh, are you on speakerphone? No. It sounds like you are. I've got a bit, a bit of a brass phone, bro. You're you're in a bit of speakerphone. A bit, a bit of speakerphone, innit? Got two things to talk to you about. Oh, all right, nice one, Dad. What? You call me son. You could be, bro. But I don't know. No, well, I'm probably older probably than you. Not. But, no... This is an awkward start to a conversation, it is, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Imagine this was, like, we met after, like, 20 years or something, and you said that to me. What? So Duncan Bannatine's on the show tomorrow at half past three. Yeah, he's hot, isn't it? Apparently. Yeah, I've got two things to talk about. I've got a job today, innit? Oh, well done. Yeah. And another thing. That, that was the first thing, was it? Yeah. It's done, well done. It's what, what, what job is it? It's oh, a really big stuff, mate. Like, a high important job, innit? Like what? Oh, like, uh, management, um... You got a management job? Yeah, in a chain of like businesses are all around the areas and stuff. So what are you doing? Like you know, like giving like supply and demand and it people want uh it, it ain't drugs, but it's like a proper chain of uh uh-huh. McDonald's, isn't it? You working at McDonald's? Yeah, no, they're not at the bottom though. Where? I've got one star. Well that's very good going. Congratulations, Arab. Yeah, I have another thing. Finally on D V D today. Yes. Do you know what came out? Um The funniest comedy ever. It's finally come out on DVD. Oh, today. uh, oh, it's not Ghostbusters 2. It's Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Oh, yes, yes. The funniest comedy ever on TV. It's very, very funny, that. We, we were offered interviews with them and we said no. Why do Channel 4 not? We were, off, we were, we were asked, offered interviews with them in character. Why didn't you go for it? I can't be bothered. It is the funniest comedy ever on TV, Rob. Yeah, it's quite funny. It got a bit silly half, half of a while, but no, they're, they're very funny. It's brilliant. All right, that's it. That's, that's it, is it? Work, it? All right, good luck. All right, bye. Bye. Uh, it was good, that programme. Line six, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, no, I can't now. Line eight, you're on the wireless. Can you give me the Steve Allen website? The what? That Steve Allen website. Oh, lbccommunity.co.uk. Okay. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> Nothing at all. Well, something happened. <laughs> Uh, someone tried to chuck something at me. <laughs> well, it sounds like they did a successful job. What was going on? It's my birthday, isn't it? Yeah, well, that means you can act like an idiot all day. But, but you've been doing it all your life. Uh, yes, line eight. No, you're too slow. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Hello, mate. I was just going to phone up, because this bloke, you really riled me all over the weekend. You had him on there, I think it was Thursday or Friday. All right, yeah. And he did that really long surname on me and telescope... 
Ultra, whatever. Oh, yes. Do, do you remember that bloke? Yes, uh, uh, yes I do he remember that. It, all from the Monty Python thing. It was a Monty Python thing, was it? Yeah, it was live from Drury Lane. And Terry Jones had to remember all of that by heart. And that bloke, obviously, just wrote it down word for word and tried to make himself look clever. And he's really annoyed me. Forever mm. me, I'm going to spread him. Line one, you're on the wireless. During the period since the Fourth Congress, our party has waged a resolute principled struggle in defence of the purity of Marxism-Leninism, a blow-for-blow struggle against the Khrushchevite and Titoite revisionists and their followers. The Party of Labour of Albania considers it the duty and the right of every Marxist-Leninist party to defend the teachings of Marxism-Leninism from... There we go, it's lovely. Uh, yes, line three. Uh, Bucky, it was good to hear those. Line one, you're on the wireless. Me, I'm on Hello. 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 Um, where, where's the irony of, um, we've just come out of the hospital, my son and I, yeah. for five days, and we've probably spent £50 on horrible hospital food. Yeah. And now I've lost my purse. Oh, blimey. Oh, I've lost everything, all my cards. Uh, well, have you been back in there to see if it's been handed I, in? I have, mm. yes. Not, not an honest person, so... Well, maybe it'll turn up. It might turn up a bit later on. These things sometimes take a, wh- a well, while to work I, I hope so. Just of spending all this money on horrible food for five days. Yeah, I don't quite see the connection <laughs> no, there, but... we can't ourselves, no. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's a shame. Don't see the connection with the, 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 the food. You know, you, you, you always spend money, and then, you know, I've spent money and then lost a wallet. But, um, yeah. Uh, yes, line three. Hello, Ian. Yes? Um, I was just wondering, I haven't heard you for a bit, but who, where's the yes gone? Oh, now, you're talking, of course, uh, about... Oh, shut up now, you tall rag. I've got no idea. Yasser has disappeared, and he emails me every now and then telling me he's going to get me the sack, and you know what, maybe one day he might just do that. Ah, and you have a new pet now, and his, uh, her name is Harindo. That's it, that's my new pet, yes. Uh, line nine, you're on the wireless. Hi, I'm just wondering, who is this Verinda fellow? I listen to your program, I just laugh every day. Can you just give me an update? What is this all about? Yes, well... Is uh, it a man, a lady, what is it? Well, the, the thing is, uh, 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 about Verinda is no one is quite sure, but we know, uh, that Verinda sounds something like this. <laughs> Line two, you're on the wireless. Ash Chark. Interesting. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello there. Is that Ian? Yes. Oh, hi, uh, it's Duncan Ballantyne here. I'm not going to be up my makeup tomorrow. I'm sorry, I've fallen off a treadmill. Oh, yes, yes, he did fall off. There's one where he fell off a treadmill. He didn't quite fall off it, but he looked like it. Thank you very much. Line eight, you're on the wireless. Hello. Oh. I am Madonna's baby. Okay, excellent stuff there. Uh, I wish we could go longer on that one, but, you know, for obvious reasons, we probably shouldn't. Line 10, you're on the wireless. Uh, you don't stop talking. Why don't you give it a 
Yes, OK. Uh, line one, uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. Hello, mate. Yeah, you know that Alex, the AA patrolman? Y- uh, y- you mean uh, this I Alex know. here, yes? Yeah, my friend, yeah, him. Uh, when he first started on the AA, I had to take him out. Fire him! I, tra- I trained him. And he's I on the line, he's on the line. Fire him! Don't do that! <laughs> yeah, right, listen, shut him up, because I've got to say it to tell you. OK. We're driving through Rob Rive, and we see all these kids, like all these idiots, kicking some woman's car in. Right. Oh, no. I said to Alex, come on, let's get them. He said, my friend, I think we should drive on. He's a butler, mate. Is this true, Alex? Darren, no, no, i tell you what, Darren got, got it all wrong. Right. No, that's what happened. You know what, Darren is the one who was trying to drive off very, very quickly, and I held the steering wheel and I said, Darren, <laughs> be brave, breathe in, relax. I'm a martial artist. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a summing artist, mate, but I'll tell you what, he wanted to run. Yeah, good lad, there we go. Thank you, I didn't quite know what's going on there, but certainly... Ow, bash my knee on that! Oh. OK, that's the show. Uh, what's happening? Uh, yes, Clive Ball is on at 8 o'clock with some resolution, hopefully, about his jingles. Big Quiz with Gary King returns. 7, Nightly News next. Uh, I'm back tomorrow at 3 uh, with Duncan Bannatyne. This show is completely f- If Ian Lee in any way approaches being...